1: Slasher Tracks, we're back for a very special holiday episode, episode 43. I'm Aaron.
0: I'm Sloan. (sighs) And I've made some cookies.
1: (laughs) Oh oh, man, I wish the audience could see that. No, I don't.
0: Step
2: mom.
0: (laughs) Step grandma. I was
2: playing music.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a very special holiday episode. I'm drinking holiday ale. I'm wearing holiday socks. Look at you. Did those have bumps? And we're continuing a Slasher Tracks tradition. Um, it's sort of a series. Wikipedia will tell you it's a series. Absolutely. It's not a fucking series. But we're doing the third. I thought you were saying Wikipedia movie.
0: would tell you. Our Wikipedia page that will inevitably be made by our fans. We'll say oh, this is oh, a oh, series sure. yeah, of yeah. episodes by w- the Slasher Wiki. Tracks team.
1: Yeah. The Slasher no, it Wiki. <laughs> it'll, it'll have that as its own arc.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But, um,
1: on Wikipedia, it says that these Black Christmases are a series. And that's that's a, a leap, especially with this one. But um, it's our it's our Christmas tradition. And uh, you know, it, it gives us a little <laughs> palate cleanser. It ends today. Well.
0: Unless it doesn't.
1: Unless we'll it does it, because <laughs> uh, we'll get there. Oh, um,
0: teasing, teasing us, Aaron.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of teasing. Uh, so we're we're slasher tracks. We're gonna talk about this movie for for a bit, and then we're gonna go on side from shit that we found related to the movie, history, fun facts, whatever it is. Stay tuned, cause I've got a fucking cool one, and it's Christmas themed.
0: Hey, um, jingle. And bell these
1: other two probably rock. have pretty good ones too, but I don't know what they are mine's um,
0: less jingle bell rock okay but uh
1: do, mine's do, do kids bell die rock.
0: uh no dead kids duh dead, dead teen dead teens dead
2: teen, that's a kid well we can under make 18 is a kid
0: no it's like probably past 18 so uh,
2: so a 19 year old like a dead boring. young adult a
0: dead young adult
2: not gonna hit
1: the same for me but sorry. still looking forward to. sorry to, to, to it. disappoint you so original Black Christmas was nineteen seventy?
0: I thought it was like nineteen
1: seventy nine. I, really I think it was either that. four, six, okay. Four, there's six. somebody
0: Google it. We yes. all have computers in front of us. Uh,
1: the original one. Nineteen seventy-four, whoever said that. <clears throat> Cody, uh, winner, stepmom. Winners.
0: Stepmom wins.
1: It was um considered maybe the first slasher movie, um, by some definitions of it. Then we did and which Uh, The three of us all liked. Um, It was cool. Yeah, I've watched it a few times. Creepy. I wanted to watch it again this year. I haven't yet. We should. Uh, Then last year uh, we did Black Christmas, Black Xmas, two thousand six, and that one kind of took the plot of the original but expanded on stuff that.
0: It was um, both a sequel. And, and an
2: incest film, and some cannibalism, and yellow. It was
0: a sequel and a yellow. remake, but also not a sequel or a remake. It, But it had Gretchen Wieners, which is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, it was a retelling. Yeah, a retelling. But it, was, it had it sequel elements.
0: That. I don't know. It was confusing.
1: When I saw that thumbnail for that movie, I did feel nostalgic. I, I think I liked that one.
0: I would rewatch it.
1: I think so, too. Now we're at Black Christmas
0: 2019 with Poots with,
1: Imogen with, Poots. with Imogen Poots and I've been talking for a lot what what are you guys first hot takes on this one
2: um I don't think it's a hot take I think it's a very' I, don't, I wouldn't even say lukewarm this movie is bad ah uh, there is not a single redeemable quality about this movie it is very atrocious and like very much like hey do you want us to like tell you everything that you should feel in, like, the most condescending way possible. <laughs> and then, like, they're, like...
0: Guys, it's a horror movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely but the, agree. But this one is, like, horror movie, but guess what? We have morals that we're going to teach you. We're going to teach I... you... We're going to teach you about feminism, but in, like, the most, like, the most boring... most fisted Yeah, like, let's cram that into this movie. Like, it was a... This movie was a catalyst for a... Like feminism in like the worst fucking way. I guess I totally agree. And let's, let's let the the female speak a
1: little
0: bit. Ew! 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 <laughs> Suck my toes. Hey, Fuck Aaron, your I butt. Really like
1: your fedora. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Malay. No,
0: like obviously it is is fisted and like nice really spoon fed to you and all that stuff. But I'm also like, yeah, it's a horror movie. It's a slasher horror movie. Do you expect immaculate storytelling from this yes. genre? I think that's expecting far too much. And it follows. I we had have, fun. We're
2: from a different time now. We're in a
1: different time. The standards are definitely higher. Uh, that, that's a good point, Cody.
0: I also love a Christmas movie. I love a movie that's lit by Christmas lights, and so automatically mm-hmm. it's going to get okay. some thumbs up from me because uh, I'm a sucker for that shit. Uh, I love a Christmas nostalgia, and uh, I... Also, didn't hate it as much as you guys. There are a couple. We'll get to it, but there are a couple would, like good moments for me that uh, stuck out. Um,
1: would you Would you give it a thumbs up overall? If yeah, you, fuck that it. was like okay,
0: watch all the Black Christmas it's, movies. It's a
1: down for me. Yeah, but what I want to say up front here is this movie isn't meant for for us. Uh, the, we're not the target audience, and I think we're not used to not it's being PG- the target 13. audience. thirteen. It's PG thirteen. The director said she uh, wanted to, where is it? Where is it? 30 minutes of material was scrapped to be PG 13 to mm-hmm. be more marketable to young girls interested in the horror genre. This is a movie for little girls. Yeah, that and makes sense.
0: Because it did I remind am a me. Big boy. A lot of the moments that were <laughs> girl power stuff, I had some nostalgia remembering when I was a young girl, like watching Bring It On. And so, Mm. I think this ham-fisted, very obvious, like, feminist perspective, it made sense to me, and it reminded me of movies that I really liked as as a young gal, as, like, a child slash preteen, early teen. So, I think maybe that's why I enjoyed it more than you guys did, because you guys probably weren't watching the same kind of movies when you were 12.
1: Yeah. And that's fair. I I think especially on the second watching, I was trying to be... Give it more credit, because it's going in thinking that I'm not what this is for Uh, it's still i hit the nail on the head and then hit that more and then did it again
0: because they those audience i think
2: i think even with the dialogue and there being a lot of like elements of like this person's the bad guy like i just thought it was not compelling i just didn't like there wasn't anything that really like drew me in like the the story wasn't there for me. I didn't really care for the antagonists at all. Not even in like a oh love to hate them way. Like I just mm-hmm. thought they were just like bland. Um, the like the the twist w- wasn't really that interesting.
0: I um, felt I feel I like know. the twist was a. Uh... I guess I don't know if we should get into our character so I was going to talk about a character that I thought was red herring but turns out he like kind of wasn't.
1: Uh, Landon. Landon?
0: Yeah. I thought he was going to be turns out he is like Okay, before we get into that I feel like we should say what this movie is about and what happens. Yeah.
1: So sh- a little quote that she was trying to explore the same premise of the original but with a me Too style twist. Um, that That's a direct quote. Um, it was pretty, pretty topical in 2019. Do you guys think... Sorry. I was just going to say, maybe it's something we could talk about at the end, but I'm saying it now. Do you think that this qualifies as a black Christmas movie? Is all that is required have sorority girls and then they die? Or did you time? feel like this was just taking the name?
0: I don't know. I mean, like... What it was, because in the first one, wasn't it a boyfriend that turned out to be abusive that was killing them?
2: No, we don't find out who the.
0: Actual oh, we don't know who is. it is? We don't know who it is. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a mysterious. I feel like, yeah, like the first one is maybe playing off of more. If it was just a mysterious guy it might have been playing off of was, like the fears of like serial of, killers right
1: yes, it, it specifically was it was right around that time. Uh,
0: what's his name? Uh, not Zach Zachron Ted, Ted Bundy like the Ted Bun- Bundy vibe of it all and Big time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that I don't know I feel like if you're gonna do it a third time and you want your audience to be younger girls, what's the point of remaking it unless we're gonna change something? So, might as well take a slasher film that gratuitously like kills young hot women and let them be the heroes or something this time. If you're gonna change it, I don't think that's yeah,
1: like a like a new Ocean's (laughs) Eight, the new Ghostbusters. Those were really good. Like they could have
0: done, yeah, sure, they could have just done a totally different movie. But Christmas is fun, and I don't know.
2: I just think there's better ways to go about it.
0: What would you have done differently?
2: I don't know. I if would you need the start same from audience, scratch, to be like, honest,
0: I don't know. When, I don't think you need um, that
2: audience. I don't think that's like should be your target for a horror movie. Right? I, not? I think that's They're part never good. The the it, it did poorly. What it do did, all movies have, have to be targeted to? It did really bad.
0: Eighteen year I no, old. No, men. Just,
2: I just think it's a silly way to approach like a horror genre. Like, okay, we're gonna make a horror genre. We're gonna make a horror movie for old people. It's gonna be all about like. Do it. <laughs> You, you you you're in your rocking chair and you fall asleep, but you didn't. Do it. You thought your
0: kid was there and he's not. <laughs> they should do that. We have so many fucking streaming services and so too. many ways to like watch things okay. now. Let's do one for old people where like the Hallmark movie become turns against you.
2: But, so are I mean, you surprised though, to know that,
0: there's
1: that nuanced it did ways to
2: do it? No. Even, even then there's like nuanced ways to do it and you could like do it so that it's like a fever dream and it's about dementia and it's really like compelling or you could just do it as like the rocking chair you fell and you tripped and boo-boos and like and then it's just like oh man old people it's for old people but it sucks or you could have one that's like about something compelling like forgetting who you are and having like that kind of fear there's two different ways to do yeah. it and one one would do poorly at the box office and one would be viewable by all people and be interesting mm-hmm I would watch that mom's old people movie right now. It sounds, sounds good. Cool. <laughs> I just yeah, I just did it.
0: I, no, Flat but Christmas. like, it's about but oldness, though. but would old people actually like that movie? Because I don't know if they would. Because older people, you know, like a Hallmark movie. They like, I don't know. I think that knowing young that it was for like young girls, knowing young the kind of movies, movies that were marketed towards me, I think that it made sense the way they did it. But I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it kind of made sense. It reminded Every, me of it reminded me of Bring It On, but like a horror movie. So I think. They okay. did what they I, were trying I seen to do. Bring
1: it on, because I'm I'm a dude, uh, and uh, so I want everything that I say at least to be taken with a grain of salt. Because yeah, it, w- it wasn't for me, uh, but even so, it's I think objectively just stumbled through its own thing. Uh, how do you guys? How do you guys want to rip into this this uh, little me too slasher? So
0: we got poots. Pootsie Baby.
1: Pootsy Baby.
0: Imogen Poots. Love her name. I, the best actress name that there's ever been.
1: I've never, like, I've, I have never remember her face, just her name. Poots. Like, oh, Poots is in this. <laughs> What's Poots? I truly didn't don't didn't know who you're talking about.
0: Oh, uh, the main girl, Riley.
1: Main girl's name's Imogen Poots. We
0: could just, I have Riley in my notes. Imagine we, can call crazy. Her poots. we can call her Poots, though.
2: I wish she had a giant ass. <laughs> so you could imagine those Poots. Look at those poots.
1: Uh, we were being weird about the poots, even though it was a regular size ass. I said that she looked like she had a huge bush. All
0: right. Oh, you said it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And I, I don't like that. I agreed that that seemed accurate, but um, it just felt right. I don't know. So pootsy baby, she is uh, in a sorority. And uh, it's Christmas time, baby. And they're about to go on Christmas break. There's some stuff going on. They have the orphan Christmas dinner, which is like the people that are still hanging around campus, you know, during the Christmas break. Uh, They all get together, have a dinner, and they do like a little song and dance at the frat before the dinner. At the main frat, Mm -hmm. the big boy frat, top frat. It was the frat that's like created by the founder of the college, Hawthorne College. But uh, so that's going on. And some gals are missing and people aren't taking it seriously. They're like they just like missed their train or you know girl stuff. She's she was just running late. She was hungover, and but like Poots has a bad feeling. And then we're seeing what's just like going on. There's some creepy behavior. Uh, also on the Yip Yap app. I never I forgot to look into if that yep, is yep. a real app. Is Yip Yap a real app? I
1: don't think they're, so. I think that was there was just a vehicle for them to be able to not have it be a uh, unknown number like to show a picture and a name
0: okay I think. okay
1: that was my take
0: like a like a play on whatsapp without getting permission from whatsapp
1: yeah gotcha yeah I think it was fake
0: and the girls are like they're all uh, before they get attacked uh, or go missing you know they're getting these weird texts from this this account and the picture is of the founder it's like a statue of the founder something Hawthorne and uh so that's that's going on in the background.
1: Can you imagine if you got, like, I'm going to fucking kill you, and it's from, like, Boilermaker Pete?
0: <laughs> it's a little less threatening.
1: It's got his little cute face and hammer as a Well, say, so, like, maybe
0: picture. you have the picture of, like, the hammers covered in blood. Mm. Maybe.
1: I would watch a horror movie starring Boilermaker
0: Pete. <laughs> I Just would, saying. Yeah. The, it's honestly, it would be creepier because the, the mascot with his happy, smiling face would be scarier coming at you as an attacker. Mm. So we got we got that going on. She are also our main girl Poots. She got raped a couple of years ago by this douchebag named Brian. Uh, he's a graduate from like the main fret. They're gonna do a revenge song if you want to get into that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, before that, um, and I'm 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 loving how fast we're plowing through this plot here. You told me um, to go fast. But I, I love it. But there's one moment that we can't skip over because it was visually the coolest part. I think, in the whole movie, is that first girl's
2: death. Um, the that snow is angel? missing. The snow oh, angel. Oh,
0: yes. We should talk about that. That opening scene. That's really yeah. good.
2: Even though it's clearly sand and not snow, that was the one thing that distracted me, but I did think it looked nice. Ah, we were talking about that. Is it real snow? Is it not? Yeah. You just thought fucking sand. Oh, I was like, that's 100% sand. <laughs> mm. But, yeah,
1: I... I She's getting like kind of stalked by the killer. She's getting the creepy texts. Well, it's know, like thing, it's, it's at first
0: she thinks because there's just a man following her. So, but then it turns out he's uh he's our first like red herring of and then it's actually like, an get innocent it, ladies, man. Ladies, when
1: a man's walking behind you, get out your keys.
0: But it's not. Yeah, she yeah. gets out her keys as a weapon. Well, fuck you though. We've all You've been
1: there, ladies. Uh,
0: wait, but like you haven't done Honestly, that before. So shut up. That
2: part was fine. Yeah, you should I definitely shut up. I that part was fine. Yeah, no. I'm. I'm Have you ever had to get your asshole. keys
0: out because you heard somebody?
2: No. All right. No, I Dude definitely power. think. I definitely think that was uh, a little bit of almost like second watch, like ugh, because like the first time, like I think it's a totally valid thing to be like, oh my god, is this guy? Is this guy? Well, this guy's been behind me for quite a bit. What the fuck?
0: And really close but while then, you're like, getting creepy texts.
2: And he's he's got his phone in his hand. He does, yeah. yeah he does have his phone in his hand. Guys,
0: too. it's totally reasonable. Yeah, and then he. But, oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't even remember the vehicle of of death here. Is he? Oh no, it's a fucking icicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He stabs her with an icicle. And I feel like that's, that's very in Christmas. The
0: original and the remake. There was at least one icicle so. death in one of these movies, so it was like a nod to.
1: And she falls I feel like in the, the second snow. one. She makes the snow angel kind of just by default, like flailing and gets, in the snow. Then gets dragged, and so it's this angel shape with like a long tail, and it's framed in this really nice looking way. Looks good. And then boom, it hits you with the title "Black Christmas." It's like right here, you think this movie might be good,
2: yeah. And then it fully agree, which I doesn't do that ever again. That
0: it is pretty all right. And then yeah, we got oh, uh, we did skip over I guess one other thing like plot wise. So, we also get introduced, we start getting introduced to our, like, main girl characters in the sorority, but before that, we also meet Professor Gelson, who is, I need to look up his name...
1: Uh, it's Carrie something. Uh, it's Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, I Um, was gonna
0: say, it's Robin Hood Men in Tights, it's the Princess Bride. He's Princess Bride,
1: he's the main guy in Princess Bride, he's also in, uh, he was also in Saw, if you remember, he was the
2: doctor in Saw.
0: okay.
1: That seems Have you like watched an odd... all of
2: the Saw movies? No. Can I spoil I've... it? He comes back, doesn't he? He's the very end guy. He's like, I've actually been behind this entire thing.
1: Are you fucking? I didn't. I did not say yes. You could spoil it. Oh, you just... sorry.
2: He's the. Mm. He's not behind it all, but he has. He's comes back at least. Okay. Hmm.
0: He was in a castle for Christmas, and he wears a kilt. So anyway. Oh. 80s, 90s, blonde, man, heartthrob, British. And he is a professor Professor at Hawthorne College. And one of the girls, Chris, is trying to cancel him. Puh. She's what? trying to
1: cancel him. He's like, excuse me, class is in session. Men are good. Women are dumb. Any yeah. questions, class? And he
0: does this, he reads this quote. So uh, what I was going to do for my sidetrack was, based on the quote that he read aloud, because it's talking about how, like, men... intellectual women uh you know think with their feelings and it's men who progress society and women are fools if they don't follow along with the patriarch because the patriarchy is what makes a stable society and he's like guess who wrote that a lady and it's her name is camille paglia and i looked into her it turns out it wasn't that interesting i would just be telling you over and over why this woman's an asshole but oh. uh, she is like she's a person that's out and about right now. I uh, just want to mention she was recently just because uh, Cody mentioned Jordan Peterson a couple times before she was on Jordan Peterson's podcast. She's also oh, like Jordan ch- Peterson. Another intellectual. Huh? <laughs> she's like him. She's very <laughs> into like they talk about in the scenes with um, with the actor. She's like very into the classics uh she's very into you know greek myths she's into those old classics archetypes and uses them to make metaphors of what today is the way that jordan peterson does and it's just like super lame and that uh,
1: sounds insufferable
0: she did have i don't know she and she she'll write like opinion pieces for articles they're trying to fire her i guess right now for the university she's worked at for like 30 years
1: she's trying she's getting canceled by the libs too
0: i don't know she's just a dick that's all. Just wanted to mention okay. her. She is I just she is a person that is in the zeitgeist like right now. She's not like from the she is from the past, but she's a person that's still kind of relevant now. When you go on <laughs> on the comments on uh some of her you her lectures on YouTube, it's just it's what you think it is of cringy dudes being like, This chick gets it. Mm, um
1: super base. And
0: then women just being like, She gets it, I know my place. It's just sweet, very silly, but it's just so um, silly too because she's like a very professional, learned woman with many degrees. That's like, ladies, follow your man.
1: That's that kind of weird. Yeah, kind of like fighting for the wrong. But like for the well, opposing team. While
0: she's doing a man's job, and anyway, in her Neither opinion, here nor a man's there job. anyway, Camille Paglia, she can suck a big one. We hate her. So yeah, we got. We got our cast of characters. We got Riley, Poots. We got Chris. the Pootsie baby. Social, the social justice warrior. Oh,
1: she's a social justice warrior. She's getting statues taken down.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's, she's get, getting she
1: teachers gets, canceled. Yeah.
0: We got, uh, I have more, but. I
1: feel, I feel like a bad person, like, making fun of this, but they've done it in such a way with no nuance at all, like, that you have to pick on it.
0: I don't know though.
2: It's I think it's like when uh like it, it was almost dumb uh, I don't know. It was I mean it was obviously intentionally done to be heavy handed. So uh, man, is I it to be know, dumbed man. down for children? I or is it so. like bad writing? Kids are
1: stupid, yes! oh so gosh, you've gotta like, you've gotta spell it out.
0: Like have you is you, you a- haven't seen Bring It On? Oh, my gosh. Then Maybe I could, we just need
1: to see Bring It On they also, next. They
0: just have, like, girl movie archetypes with, like, the tough girl mm. that stands up for girls with Chris. And then they have, like, uh, what's her name? Jessie. She's, like, in Mean Girls. You know, the she's the hot, dumb one. and But oh, she's yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah. She's
1: the dumb she's one. Dumb, she's dumb and she's hot. How do But stuff. she's sweet.
0: And then we have Marty. She's Not hot enough to be she's that She's, like, dumb. the one that's, like, kind of, like, not against the patriarchy enough. And she has the boyfriend, Smush slash nate
1: Ooh, who is she marty what does she look like
0: she's the brunette that's like guys calm down it's not that big a deal that they're being sexist smush oh, come I... take my picture like
2: yeah that smush part. cool name by the way
0: i like oh you like that you like that term of endearment smish we smush didn't have an good.
2: obligatory uh lesbian though did we
0: uh i mean oh, any of them could have been lesbians it. or bisexual they just didn't talk about it
2: well, if, if it, this would have been the movie for them true. to talk about it, true. they would have talked about it. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Said, have you, where's my girlfriend?
0: Yeah. Good point. You know, Good she point. doesn't
2: have a penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would have, have been too have, far. Yeah. They
1: did have like the 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 vibrator scene, like or like you know the vibrator Christmas gift, so you don't need a man. Um, not quite the same thing, but they, they popped that in there.
0: That didn't bother me. That was fine. That's a nice gift to give your friend. I don't know. What if she just had a breakup and like she's like, you need to stop dating dudes all the time. Go just go fuck yourself instead. I don't know.
1: If if my sorority bro gave me a flashlight and I'm like a 18 year old dude, you're gonna fuck it. I'm gonna fuck that flashlight. Yeah. That's gonna be a sick gift. That's a so nice. Never gift. mind.
0: That's a nice gift. It's a sweet. Never
1: mind. I backed my entire comment off.
0: Thoughtful gift for Christmas. <laughs>
1: yeah happy dildo blasting girls oh,
0: we have more characters i won't name them all until it's necessary but i do have to They're mention useless. the cat the cat the beautiful long-haired white cat is named claudette because you know i gotta have those pet names
1: you know slasher track solicitors know sloan's always got to figure out the pet's name if the pet it's makes a it out alive name
0: for a gorgeous white cat though claudette what a classy name claudette the cat
1: do you do you want to talk about the Claudette moment?
0: Or... Oh my God, it's my favorite part of the whole movie.
2: The Exorcist Three moment mo, moment movement.
0: So m- movement
2: before movement,
0: sort of before like we know what's going on. What there's there's like this mysterious thick black liquid that's popping up places, and. The cat, Claudette, beautiful, pristine white cat, she gets this black goo all over her paws. And our, I think, like, the big character is holding her and, like, what's on her paws? And then you see that the cat goes down to, like, lick their paws because that's what cats do. And they had to cut because the cat is just, like, ah! gets about oh. to make throw-up noises. It's just, ah, Mouse Did wide open. Did you pick open. up on that? Did you see that, Cody?
1: No, I didn't. Oh, it's it's so good. I would not have if Sloane didn't catch it because she was just watching that cat. But it's totally. I was like, like, look at this cat. (laughs) As soon as they cut away, that cat did like a.
0: "Ah!" Yeah, it was like (laughs) gearing up to scream and throw up. It was so funny. Like, that cat was not supposed to lick that prop liquid but you can't tell a cat what to do it's gonna do what it wants i i will try to get like a screenshot uh of that cat the cat scream pre-scream face it's so good it's so funny favorite part of the whole movie which i guess doesn't as much as i've been trying to defend it it doesn't say a lot for the movie that my favorite part is when a cat is about to freak out but (laughs) it's really funny to me so yeah girls they're missing they're getting attacked there's the founder of the university. We find out Hawthorne. He uh, he is rumored to have sacrificed disobedient women for pagan male gods. And they're like, ooh, scary. Um, oh, did they then, say that out loud? Yeah, like mm. the girls are talking about him, like why mm. they had to take the statue down. I think. Um, do we want to do the sexy well, Christmas? Song? We we
1: kind of skipped. We kind of skipped oh. uh, the Christmas song. Yeah, right. Yeah, we Christmas gotta talk about the song. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, we song. should.
2: I think that's probably one of the most compelling parts of the movie.
1: Yeah, uh, Pootsie Baby uh, had had some sexual trauma when she was date raped by one of these frat bros, so Brian. she's in the belly of the beast, and they're doing a, a parody of uh, ho, ho
2: Ho Santa Baby. Wait, do, wait do, no, do, yeah, do.
1: yeah. Up on Santa the housetop,
0: click, click, click.
1: But that one. Uh come Santa with his stick. Kind I, of. I, don't, I have some uh, of the lyrics
0: written down.
1: I have all the lyrics written down.
0: Oh, you got the whole thing. Nice. Do you want to sing it to us?
1: Yeah, I'd like to. Okay. Um
2: The whole thing.
1: But um bump bump. Up in the frat house, me and you. And you know what I'm there to do. We're drinking and kissing and what comes next. You and I have S E X I don't want to keep doing this. uh, Ho, ho, ho.
0: I didn't know. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. I didn't know. Up in the frat house. Click, click, click. What you guys do is really sick.
1: Really sick. So, the first time I watched this, I interpreted it the wrong way. And I think I'm just kind of stupid at movies. Yeah. I'll be honest. But I thought that they had a genuine song. And then Poots went rogue and started oh. freestyling, changing the lyrics to be about her trauma. Uh, turns out, no, that's not what it is. Um, but I was like,
0: yeah, because when you watch, when we watched it the second time too, there was a part that I didn't notice was that Poots had done a like Christmas performance like by herself mm-hmm. the night that she was raped. Yeah, and she so. didn't
1: want to do it, but um, but her little got too drunk uh, and, and didn't do it guys can i write oh this is a good time to talk about it one of my pet peeves in movies is inconsistent movie drunk it
0: it wasn't throws, inconsistent.
1: it was extremely inconsistent
0: she was drunk and she stayed drunk i don't get what I, you talked about this the other day and i don't think it makes sense
1: okay hear me out she's like blacked out browned out Trying to to say no to this guy who's mm-hmm. being a creep towards her. Phil. So that means that means like end of the night, you're fucking trashed. Next up is sleep or slurring, stumbling, falling, puking. And Rough then night. After she's after she's rescued, she does get puke, which maybe that's the the plot point of now she's got it out of her system. But then they have just like a a crispy dialogue, heart to heart moment where she's totally coherent. And then she goes and packs, and the only evidence that she's drunk is, like, occasionally she'll, like, have some, like, cartoon misstep. But,
2: like, she's not,
1: I don't know. Did that bother either of you? I
2: noticed it the first time. I noticed it immediately. I was like, what the heck is, what's her deal? I thought it was supposed to take, I thought it was maybe a different time. Honestly, yeah, I, I was like, I, did we go forward or backward? Maybe, like, maybe it's on? just like
1: a ton of time has passed, but, but Pootsie came back to the rest of the group. But I guess also maybe it wouldn't be a compelling movie to have her be like, thank you so much for,
2: for saving yeah. me. Maybe it's his choice on purpose. Well, I but... think, honestly, I think it goes back to the ham hamfisting of the movie. And they're like, we have to have a scene where, like, she's going to witness some, like... We want, we want her to, like, be compelled with trauma to be guilted into performing with her friends that are guilting her into performing even though she's wildly uncomfortable. We want her to do that. That's what the director says is good, so let's do that. So, like,
0: Poots, you're so a fighter. Put on the slutty dress. You're and a sing fighter. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You, you're dealing with a lot of trauma, and he might be there. Like, if you don't do this, get you're a bad push up, human. Get the fuck out. They weren't you're saying a she's a feminist. bad human.
0: They were saying... Uh, but yeah they
2: were kind well, of they were, they were no, talking
1: they were some shit one of her she's friends. like you'd be content to disappear mm. instead of fight the
0: friend Chris uh, she is as they she then gets yelled at for being too pushy with this shit sometimes which she Hoots know. is
1: acting this whole movie is great by the way I have no problems with that yeah I think she's realistically really upset and does does a good job her face does a lot of weird things yeah i thought it was good with
0: that moment when she works up the courage to finally then start singing it was good
1: fun little mini fact here guys uh are, are you familiar with garfunkel and oats yeah those like two quirky indie girls singers yeah. with ukuleles yeah they're really funny uh one of them the blonde one i don't know if it's garfunkel or oats uh her name is ricky lindholm yeah she wrote the song
0: oh that that makes sense yeah. They they have a song uh that I get stuck in my head all the time. If well, especially if I see a pregnant woman, they have a song pregnant women are smug and it's pretty funny. And um, <laughs> That
1: sounds pretty funny. It is really
0: good. No, they they make fun of they make fun of music. They're they're a good time.
1: Should we just get on to the kills, I guess? Uh, these
0: Yeah, I the guess. The masked figures
1: the the evil text message demons come and uh, take down a few people.
0: Yeah, there's the text message demons. We get the idea that Professor Gelson's in on because all these girls are going missing. Then we see as a paper with all the girls' names on it.
1: Oh, oops! I dropped this. Shows the camera. It's all their names. Get <laughs> it?
2: Get it? It's just
0: Guys, beating it's four, it on your head. Guys, it's thirteen-year-old girls. Stop it. I
2: think I think that that's like six-year-old. Like, look, there's these are the people that are in the movie. These they're like should be
1: evil guy checklist it should be written on the top of the paper
0: (laughs) with this isn't nice to say but maybe dumb teens need to be spoon-fed plot
2: i don't think i don't think spoon feeding really helps anything though that just leads you to a life of spoon feeding well i think act actively um learning and uh, you know, maybe it's not the medium for them if they like.
0: That's why you give them something know. that's easy to understand yeah. instead of the spoon-fed media that will not talk know. about anything critical of give, patriarchal give the girl systems.
1: Psycho think- Gorman or something like a I don't know. There's a there would be way better ways to introduce someone like that to horror. I this.
0: wish that we had a I had a teen girl to talk to that could see this movie and give me her thoughts like yeah we don't, we don't have teen, one on the roster a young teen like a like a 13 year old But um, i don't know anyone i got other. i
1: got no one uh that we can we can call yeah no lifelines of teen girls just
2: th- and also like to i we shouldn't keep talking about this but the just like the fact that she's like i want this movie to appeal to like younger teens i don't think younger teens are we're ever and will never watch this like this isn't like it's there's a reason they like the genres that they do there's a reason people gravitate towards the things that they gravitate towards and i feel like ham fisting like filling a, a genre or a movie with like the things that you think somebody would like to make it more appealing so that they lead i don't know it just seemed it seemed like odd like why why even do that. I mean, maybe that's an ignorant approach because, like, I think to some degree there's always going to be, like, olive branches to, like, other genres and things. Yeah, there's, this, there's the,
1: uh, you know, the gateway movies that get you into. But I just don't movies. think this is your way to get into horror. I don't think it is. I don't think I it think is. I, this I is think this is a
2: dead end. end.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what would be a good gateway but besides, I said Psycho Gorman before, but. Some this is just kind of had a, its own motivation. I think if we're ready to talk about the kills, there's
2: one that was pretty cool. We're talking about the homage. There actually there mm-hmm. were like a few homages. I don't only recall that... the one
1: big one, so you might need to help me out. Here. Yeah,
2: I, I can do. I can do the one. There's uh around the time that we get uh what's what's uh someone could help me out with the cat's name.
0: Claudette.
2: Uh, Claudette's owner is looking for Franny. her. Franny. Franny. Uh, Franny. She's the one that looks like Rick Moranis.
0: With the diva cup. I did hate how she dealt with that pad. So hold on, real quick. Franny, she's the like, The diva I cup, lost. you mean? Yeah, she's oh, like, yeah, I lost my diva God. cup. And then Riley hands her, slash Poots, hands her a pad. It looked like a pad. It didn't look like a tampon. It looked like a pad.
2: It was uh, It was definitely a pad. And
0: then she just reached the pad into her pants I'm like girl you have to take all the things down I guess maybe if you didn't have wings but like I have never seen I I would never like pants up slip a pad in that was insane <laughs> like because the bottom of a pad it's all sticky you can't like just slink it in it it was wild uh mm. that part I was like what this if young is girls not...
1: watching this movie put in their tampon products wrong
0: that tampon no it's
2: it's it's, it's a menstruation <laughs> product It's a menstrual Whatever. product <laughs> uh, <laughs> If I'm like, being the big if dumb male here it was male a tampon
0: here. She could just like reach her hand in there And like shove it in But the way that she did it with the pad I'm like that's not pad application And that was one part that I was like This doesn't connect with women
1: Her Who t-shirt at this scene said Your manilogue is boring me That they must have made custom for this movie um, So uh, I'll just leave that there
2: Anywho, the kill. Anywho. Yeah. She's the looking kill. for a cat and you get this shot overlooking a hallway. There's like a lot of doors visible and she's looking for a cat. She hears like, like some like, noises. Rar. 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 You hear some, yeah, you hear you hear the you hear the mares. and um she's w- walking around checking in different doors and it's a static camera over like one area, kind of just watching her go in and out of doors looking for a cat. Building that tension you know something's happening it really is and on the it was kind of nice that it came from a a, uh like a like a nice happy scene beforehand as well or it wasn't any like tension building scene before so there wasn't any tension going in you get an uneasy feeling they drop the music and it gets a little bit like uh uh-oh we're gonna we're gonna have an issue here but um she finally sees her cat and she walks towards her cat. And then, very Exorcist 3, which is kind of the same thing, it's a static shot down a hallway. One of the black masked individuals comes from behind her and, and, and gets her. It was a nice little homage to Exorcist 3. Okay. I haven't seen Exorcist 3.
1: I didn't realize that that was like. You, Much you think than it's two. a specific. They're specifically nodding to that with this oh, shot? It,
2: like 100%. Like the the way that it's done is done exactly like the best kill in exorcist 3 oh like like a zoom in a zoom in as she's walking away and you just get a quick like spooky little grab it it, it's better in exorcist 3 but uh but you know it it, i thought it was nice i was like oh hey look at that would you looky there? i actually said looky here Looky here, here. looky here, to my cats, and they all looked and they said, uh oh, that's no good." What'd your cats think of Claudette? Uh, they weren't fans. <laughs> they said they're more well behaved.
0: <laughs> they wouldn't lick their paws. So, like, I just I have to mention this character because all these bad things are happening to these women. We know something's up, but the, can we just talk about the cop for a second? And I think, like, you know, it is, you know, kind of like you guys, like you guys been mentioning, like, ham-fisted, like, the cops don't believe the women, blah, blah, blah. Um, But that is true. And uh, then they go to this fucking campus police guy, uh, because Riley, she has a feeling. He's,
1: like, eating food. Yeah, it's (laughs) eating the food,
0: because uh, she has a feeling something's going on, and he's just not getting it. She has to, like, explain what DMs are to him. And... He he! Uh, Hilarious! He fucking, he fucking I really tell you what hated an the use is. of
2: the the use of DMs all the time. Like, oh man, it that that hurt. Just what? say a message or something. Yeah,
0: but are guys, we are we you're missing old the men point.
1: yelling at this movie right now?
2: You are. <laughs>
0: you definitely are. But number two, he pats his sandwich, mm. and that was <laughs> so
1: right after. Squirting that little <laughs> yeah, thing of mayonnaise just, on his like, meat. It was so well.
0: reminiscent of the mortician eating the sandwich, you know, over the dead body of the dismissive cop patting his sandwich. I feel like it's almost a trope of just being like pat pat. I don't care but what you gotta say, little girl. Pat pat. But I um,
1: enjoy my sandwich. And
0: you know, he ends the whole interaction with uh, "Boys will be boys," you know. He he's oh. like he sounds like he feels bad for saying it, but he's like, but you know, you know.
1: I thought that that quote. Represented the whole movie. It was boys will be, you know. That's it. That's the whole fucking movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. I
2: get it. Yeah.
0: So it's worth mentioning. uh yeah. But he really sucks, and and like it is, it is so uh really belaying the point of what the movie is. But I don't know the the point. Is, I guess like what I'm stuck on is the point isn't untrue. Um. Yeah,
1: I knew talking about this movie would make me feel like a bigot because it's like they're good points. They're just told in a really
0: it makes me feel better knowing that it was made for young teens. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, that's why they belabored it. Yeah, you're Um, going to college soon. Get ready, girls. There's (laughs) masked men that are going to sacrifice you to the patriarchal pagan god.
2: Don't have
1: sex. Uh, I feel but, like
2: I would have felt patronized, but I can't really yeah. speak for that because, like, I don't remember being. You're an adult. 13.
0: Yeah, you're an adult man.
2: Man, being a 13 year old boy, I don't
1: think I'd pick up on that nuance at all. I think I would just roll with it. Like American Pie was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Remember, American Pie was good.
1: I never think saw about
0: it. that. Chew on that for a second while you're yeah. criticizing this movie. I,
1: going, taking the lens that this movie is truly for teen girls young teen girls it forgives a lot of its sins i really just
2: don't know if that like uh, i don't know i mean we can only view things through our own lens and like also like i'm not we're not watching like a fuck we're not watching the fucking wiggles or anything you know yeah, like, like, the I Wiggles think it's are still for the,
0: six-year-olds. What do you mean? No, it's different. It's a different yeah, audience.
2: This for, for twelve. But year-olds. to say that we can't say anything, like we can't be critical of it, just because it's not made for us.
0: Oh, I'm not saying you can't be critical. I'm just no. saying try to remember. Uh, and uh, I think but, the American Pie thing is a good point. Like we thought. Actually, I was going to say we thought Sean William Scott was a good actor, but I think he is a good actor. And you know what? I want to see him come back. I want to see Sean William Scott in a fucking drama film.
1: Uh, so if you're if you're a teen girl listening to this, shoot us a comment. <laughs> what did you think about the film? Yeah, send teen girls, Sloan. send it to me. Yeah, DM send it me. To DM
0: me. How about you DM me on please. Instagram? D-
1: DM Sloan
0: uh, <laughs> on y-
2: on yip yap or whatever. <laughs> no, uh,
0: I don't. Uh, is is it real? She's anyway, not on yip
2: yap. it's actually they're actually <laughs> a the one that. now. The new one is called Arf Arf.
0: <laughs> I'm also not young so. enough for that for that stuff.
2: <laughs> um, there. Let's, uh, the
1: couple kills at the end, we, we were on a roll there yeah. with uh, one of the end Sorry. kills being Had to an, talk an with homage. with a sandwich, Pat. There's, um, we have Dumb Girl that goes into the attic to get Christmas lights. And there's arguably the most effective I jump scare. It was, like, kind of good. She's, she's going again the camera's following her as she tests different lights in this messy attic and they're not working on the plug and she finally plugs in the one that works it lights up and the killer's face is right behind her
0: that got me it got me real good
1: you know he chokes her with the with the christmas lights and i don't recall if that's that's gotta have been in at least one of those black christmases
0: oh yeah like at least the Um, death in the attic
1: well, for sure, death in the attic. Minimum. Yeah, good point. I didn't even think about death attic. The in Haddock. itself, is like an homage.
0: But this one um, didn't have then, like the cat eating the face, which I think was in the first one.
1: <laughs> it did have a cat. Claudette there are little does pieces not of eat this.
0: faces. Claudette's classier than that.
1: That you know. Um, True. And then like the most iconic, like if you had a still image of Black Christmas, nineteen seventy four, it's it's the girl in the rocking chair with yeah. the bag suffocating her head, mm. uh, and we do have. A kill with with the bag.
0: That yeah, was pretty cool. It, Should I, it was a nice I, little nod. In the lead up to that, before that happens, there's a very silly. Like I was blown away by the kill so it's like there's the uh what are their names uh marty and her boyfriend smush they're like fighting and he's getting into like a not all men argument like you guys can talk all those shit you oh, want yeah. about men but i just had to sit here and take it it's not all men and they're like you're gonna not all men me and he's like you're he, hysterical the not all men and uh, oh
1: yeah and like he says hysterical yeah. he says calm down yeah he
0: says calm down he's he says like all the wrong the- things and she's like get the fuck out of my house and then he comes back and he comes back. So, 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 so.
1: That unleashed his high T.
0: That, yes. And then turns out when he comes back, and we'll get into that later, he's like, baby, I had, he's like, I had a migraine and I don't know why I was acting so weird. I didn't mean to ever talk to you that way. But we, t- we find out later it's part of, it's part of a thing. It's part of the bigger That's plot. it's a
1: high T migraine, baby. It's a
0: high T migraine. He's getting too alpha. But the crazy thing, I just was not expecting this. So the girls, they're all talking about how they got people really mad at them with their song because it got on the internet and they're like, that's why all these like these creepy dudes are sending us these weird DMs. And then they get shot by arrows. And I arrows. don't know if I've seen death by or arrow, like in anything other than like a Tolkien thing. Like Edit arrows? this out
1: if I'm wrong, but... Was there an arrow kill in Black Christmas? Was there? The original one?
0: Was that an homage? That didn't feel
2: so foreign to me. I don't know. I
0: thought it was crazy, but maybe I just forgot.
2: I've definitely it seen was... bow and arrow kills before, but like I, I don't remember it being in Black Christmas.
0: I don't know what I'm thinking. It is
2: unusual that
1: it was here, but like, I think a gun would have felt more out of place.
0: We were talking about how it was like, was that Robin Hood met in tights? Is that why it's the arrows? (laughs) (laughs) Because it just seems so out of nowhere. It was just crazy being attacked with arrows, bow and arrows. I guess like archery. That's like, is that like a fancy frat boy thing to do archery? I don't know. It's kind of like polo. yeah. 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 I don't know. But it was just, it was wild. Um, and yeah, they lose all their phones. They're trying to get and kind oh, of the and, and, and in contact with police. In this blah, time, blah. they're
1: finding out. There's for the listeners here that haven't watched this movie, which I imagine is most of you. Uh, there's mult. It turns out that the black masked killer. Um, there's multiple of them killers. And it was that they take off the mask.
2: Was that I thought that was always like the intention.
0: I don't think it was that. Uh, op- no, because no, kind of Poots was like, "What
1: the fuck?" Yeah, she, it's like a reveal. She has a dead one by her, and then she looks up and sees another one. Mm. And um, she takes off the mask and finds out that they're pledges to. Uh,
0: and their eyes, DKO. their pupils are red, and their blood is black. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. How is this? I think possible? I just.
2: I think I just assumed because, like, the very beginning, you like auto solved was... the plot. Yeah, because, like, at the very beginning they have, like, all of them, like, they show, like, multiple initiates, like, in, like, the fucking, like, cult room that she just, like, walks in on, and, like, they look her direction, they don't see her, and then she shuts the door, and then she she sees the sex happening.
0: I want to mention one more thing with a kill. There was, because, just because you guys made some comments about the keys, because I suppose there's a part where, uh... I think it's uh, Riley is fighting for her life, and she against one of the masked men, and she uses her keys to like slit his throat. And I mm-hmm. thought that was like a nice touch. And a little callback. It kind of bummed me out that you guys were like using keys as a weapon. Is oh, I was oh, just being an so asshole. obvious. Yeah. Um. I, I oh, they that... also
1: they also have a taser or one of their kills. hmm I
0: just I thought I thought the key I'm surprised kill was there nice.
1: wasn't a pepper spray moment.
0: Yeah. Good point. At least one of them should have had pepper spray on their keys. But they're just dropping their phones left and but, right. They're dropping them all over the house.
1: Yeah. Well, that's 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 a thing with modern horror movies. It's like how all these tropes that used to work
0: are Don't broken work or solved with by cell phone. phones. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I guess so You have was, to be like, "I have no signal. You could do a rural thing." But this one was like f- they fucking just had they to all to drop them. They all fucking drop their phones. That's In what we're going
0: to do. It is hard. It is hard.
1: Uh, yeah it's we're we're a lot safer these days with cell phones
0: well the cops still might not show up but yeah so the only ones that escape are riley and chris the uh like social justice warrior character i don't love i feel like i shouldn't say that term anymore Doesn't it, so it, it has a weird. bad connotation but she's like she's you know she she wants social justice dude Uh, No, I just, I I feel bad saying it, and I I, I don't know what else to describe her quickly. Like, yeah, but yeah, that's the the trope of what she is. And they get out, and then they're arguing, and uh, Poots, Riley Poots, is like, we gotta go destroy that fucking statue, dude. It was bleeding black blood, and it's part of their ritual, and I'm gonna go fucking break it. And eventually, the girls get there, and yeah, Riley's there, and uh, she gets tied up, and then we get the nice. reveal with Helena.
1: She sells out women She's by a traitor. Being, she's like, know your place. If you just accept them, they won't hurt you. And she... Fuck, fuck Helena.
2: But Helena also gets fucked. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, the the dudes don't care about her sacrifice here or her help. They just fucking snap her neck. Yeah.
0: Oh, we also find out that the pledges... They're being possessed by the spirit of Hawthorne. And it's just goofy mm-hmm. that like part of it is they're like hound dogs because they take an object from each woman that they want to sacrifice and it almost made me feel like they sniff <laughs> them out, you know? I
1: didn't, I that's didn't interpret how they find that as them. dogs as all, that's at kind of all.
0: Funny. I didn't even no, think No, I about thought that. that's what it was.
2: I thought it was funny yeah. that they're like, we're going to have you be the spirit of this like big leader guy. And then they're all like minions. They weren't mm-hmm. all like, no, I'm a big, big boy. It's like, I'm a minion. Yeah. I'm a yeah, baby. that was I'm like a baby, like, like, baby like, and i'll do whatever guy, you tell me to but he's just a baby
1: yeah i thought th- it was this the end twist was shocking to me in the sense that it was like oh you're really just going for it this hard huh it was like oh we're not evil we're just men we're men i think i i think robin hood men in tights says we're not evil we're just men Tired of wrongful accusations, and
0: it turns out
1: that
0: it was it was all because it was all because of Chris and her social justice warrioring. Because she had the bust of Hawthorne removed from the library, which was so fucked up. So it got returned to the frat that he founded. And uh, the boys, they found a magical spell in the bust of mm-hmm. Hawthorne that was cut. So because, quote, he saw the threat posed by women. And as a master of the dark arts, he left instructions on how to make an army of young men to take their power back. And, he- <laughs> and she's like, you're absurd. insane. I'm not insane. I'm s- we're simply men, marginalized and belittled. Our army will venture into boardrooms, Congress, and set the world back into place. Oh.
1: You got that whole quote, damn. Um,
0: I'm missing some stuff, but yeah, it's no, like that, bitch, that was, we're going to take your rights away and we're going to make you go so to your knees now.
1: Heavy handed. I like, don't know.
0: But then really like they did take, take abortion all out away. Out and so it made it like be like, "Uh, oh, you know, oh. with the we're going to get into Congress and we're going to get into the Senate and we're going to, you know, we're going to do all these things."
1: Yeah, yeah, and that is bad. And it is I bad. Just, <laughs> I and I'm not I'm not disputing that, but my God, that's how this movie wants to handle yeah, that.
0: Apparently, it imbues the pledges with a the supernatural strength to destroy women who get out of line.
1: Yeah. So so Pootsie <laughs> grabs the statue and she's holding it above her head, and and Robin Hood Mennonites is like, no, if you destroy men, you'll destroy yourself too. Or something. I have a quote too. Oh, say it. It's it's such so, so girl power right here.
0: <laughs> Don't you see? Woman is inextricably tied to men. Break us, and you break yourselves. And she says, We will never be broken! And she smashes it. <laughs> I got
1: goosebumps. I got goosebumps during that moment, and they were all against my will. This is a nervous condition. Um, and then the girls she, so win. She, she breaks the statue, all the pledges, like, Die! Um, the girls
0: come uh, in, guns ablazing. She's like, "Hey, s- professor, yeah. suck my dick."
1: Suck my PG thirteen, <laughs> and they don't say dick. <laughs> um, she lights Robin Hood Menotites on fire. Um, the whole they place burn is down in the frat with with anybody who didn't have parents trapped inside. Well, also and, they
2: broke um, the curse too, and like then just burnt him. Yeah, you know. So like they broke the curse. So anyone that was just like willfully like or not willfully like forced into like or not forced into it because they probably kind of most were of, i think the only it, one like, that wasn't
0: forced was landon our good guy and he gets out
2: are, are you saying that like
1: they're saved and maybe not bad guys anymore yeah
2: like they broke the statue and maybe they're like holy shit i was knocked out and they wake up and they're like this whole place is on fire i need to get out of here women are great and then they try to leave and they're like i guess i'm dying <laughs> guess i'm fucking dead I think Poots had the most kills of the whole fucking movie.
0: Yeah. They they fucking light these dudes on fire to burn to death. And they also like they locked the doors Take behind that, them patriarchy. with like the frat paddles, you know, like the spanking paddles, they locked the door with that. What so if they somebody can't was just out.
2: upstairs sleeping? Like not a part <laughs> of it. They were just taking a nap and they're just like wake up and like, Oh my god, I can't get out.
1: Robin Hood Mennonites mentioned a janitor that he had to let in, but that might have been bullshit. Janitor's dead. Well, either way, um, that's how that whole fucking thing ends, right? They just uh, look at all their death and destruction and, uh, I don't know, give a, each other a fist bump and then the credits roll, right? Yeah. There's no fist bump, but uh, it just kind of ends But that the girls way. trap um, them.
0: They trap them with their own paddles to burn to death.
1: So that was, that was Black Christmas 2019. If you're like the demographics, say, on Anchor FM... You're not gonna like this movie, uh, but you know maybe it's better if, if you're uh, if, if if you're a teen girl. Uh, we did it. Um, we finished all three of these movies, but man, this movie fucking sucked.
0: I liked it.
2: I didn't. Anyway, I thought it was kind of like it. not great.
1: I'm glad you liked it. one. And there were a few moments that I it wasn't all garbage, but we love poots. Uh, I didn't realize I loved poots, poots, but. Sh- Pooks She's a is good, good actress. She's we like Poots. Um, and and a few of the moments, the little throwbacks, and the uh, snow, angel. snow angel was really cool. But yeah, f- fuck this movie. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to see what our sponsors want to say
0: about this whole thing. Sponsors, and we're back, baby.
1: We're back. Sorry again that we never changed out the ads. That's that's really an us problem at this point, but thanks for listening to it. But
0: we make it a you problem. Cuz that's what you can expect <laughs> from us at Slasher Tracks.
1: <laughs> You're the problem.
0: <laughs> so, all right.
1: We are the slasher, let's do the tracks.
0: Are you guys ready for a track? Mm.
1: you did say that there's no kids that are gonna die this time so i
0: only have a young adult death only you gotta wow me me. i don't know if you'll be wowed but i thought it was interesting so i oh my gosh speaking of wow if only this was a video podcast (laughs) seeing stepmom
1: put two beer bottles double
0: barrel shot in his mouth
1: that. that was impressive
0: um so oh do you have something to say stepmom All right, moving on. <laughs> so with this film, there was obviously stuff going on with fraternities and hazing. And that's where I started in my research. But mm-hmm. I I got, you know, I found a, a deeper, a deeper sidetrack than just the history of frats and hazing. When I found the story... About a particular prank that was pulled by a frat at Harvard University in the 1800s. And that let me prank. down a hole to a secret society. It's called hmm. the Medical Faculty Society or MedFAC for short. Founded in 1818, Weird. the society included a score of upperclassmen devoted to pranks and troublemaking uh medfac it was a secret society the membership was restricted to members of like very prominent super rich east coast families like and uh, i'll get into this maybe a little bit more but it's like this was a time when there was a big gap in wealth between um like in the earlier 1800s between uh, students and so, like, if you were you were poor and you like pranks, you can't be involved. You have to be upper fucking echelon, ah. like high society, very prominent to be even considered as a member.
1: Premium prankster.
0: And I was first intrigued by this because of the kind of pranks that they would pull, which I was just like reading in this other article about fraternities and and hazing and stuff, but. The other part that I thought was interesting is that this was actually a secret society. Like we, we've heard of like Skull and Bones, right? But like Skull and Bones, it's not a secret. They have a building, I guess, or like at least a room at Harvard. What's
1: Skull and Bones? You don't know Skull and
0: Bones? Did you never get into conspiracy stuff?
1: I never got into Harvard.
0: Well, it's it's like a they call it a secret society, but it's not a secret. Like it's like I think public record of who has it's been like in the Skull Freemasons. and Bones. Yeah, it's like Freemasons, except it sounds spookier because it's skull and bones. Mm. Um, But this, like, it is actually was actually kept a secret, Um, especially after they, because they, as we'll get into, they got banned multiple times, so then they kind of had to go underground. And then the other thing that is interesting about this group is that it's, especially when I got into this one, uh, this one source. It's uh, I didn't read the book, but I read excerpts from the book and watched this guy's talk uh, about the book. It's called The Theft of Privilege, The History of MedFAC, Harvard's Lost Secret Society by Larry Vincent. I'm going to link to the talk that he had with Harvard, like an uh, online Harvard talk. It was really good. He is a radiologist, Harvard alumni turned author who now lives in Australia, living his best life, just talking about secret societies. And it's really fun. And was cl- he
1: in this uh, no. group?
0: No, 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 no. It was, uh, so uh, the MedFAC was around from 1818 to 1905. But the the thing that I thought was interesting too, from his perspective, and that I'll get into a little bit with uh, explaining this group to you, is that like the the angle that he took with it is how much like privilege in power and wealth it was like inextricable from this group. The only way that it could continue in the way that it did was because of the massive amount of wealth that was behind it, with the people that were members, and the way that they didn't have to face Sick. consequences, and also what made them at odds with other Harvard students. They were a group. Little, they were they were a prank group. They they did they did pranks and stunts. Their seal was a skull and crossbones with the text in Latin, uh, the Latin translation is, never fear when Satan is your leader. And I'm just gonna share my cool, cool. screen so I can six, show six, you six. Ha- uh, what that looks like. So if you guys wanna, oh, not this, not this, not this, not this, not this, don't look at that. Spoiler so alert. here it is. It. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, so God. that's that was their seal, they were very spooky and you're also like, think about the time that it's like the 1800s. This looks
1: This is just a pirate flag. That, yeah, I mean this is what it but is. But it's like yeah.
0: fancy Harvard boys and it's like, what is this? What is this spooky stuff? What's this spooky stuff? But the thing was that um, nerds. It it's it started yes, it did start very nerdy. So how it started <laughs> the founders were the president and vice president of the Harvard class of eighteen twenty and they did this prank. This is like a stretch to call it a prank. I guess it's the 1800s, and they're Harvard boys, so things humor is different now. Um, but there's this guy named James Deering. He delivered a mock lecture in broken Latin, and he thought, and his friends thought, <laughs> it was super funny. This and- is
1: so old time like so
0: old time he's so dorky it does get nefarious i promise it gets darker but like this is how it started they're like oh how absurd delivering a mock lecture in broken latin <laughs> like they're so fucking dorks and that led to them, like, being like, let's make a group. Let's make a group of doing pranks. And, like, a big thing that they would do is silly stuff like that. Is They would do, like, mock lectures. And then they, like, formed their big, their secret society around it. Um, they came up with the name Medical Faculty. Uh, and it was all, you know, with the name Medical Faculty and the, the way they were doing, like, these mock lectures. The whole idea of it was, like, just mocking the prestigious institution that is Harvard. And according to their interpretation of medicine, their society created a healthy diversion for the mind. They were teachers of recreational pursuits. Their pranks, stunts, and absurdity reflected the medical benefits of a society whose embrace of the absurd diverted the mind from pain and sadness. Man,
2: what the fuck is any of that? Is that Pinhead? Did (laughs) Pinhead write that?
0: They sound like, (laughs) it almost reminds me of like, uh shitty rich, like shitty rich boy version of like dadaism just like of an embrace of the absurd to mock institutions but they're really Pranksters really rich to some so it's like less nerds cute. to others <laughs> 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 exactly yes and i knew that like i knew that we'd be making fun of them for being total dorks but they do get a little violent
1: i mean it was like 200 years ago yeah we'll give them a pass yeah
0: um so mm, uh, cheerio
1: s- <laughs> we s- simply did the speech in broken Latin <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so started juvenile pranks and stunts it did take on a more nefarious nature uh, the Harvard president banned the society in 1834 and then that's when like they went underground. It re-emerged in 1851 when they had a stunt that they could connect to them, got banned again. It just like continuously got banned until it was finally banned in 1905. But yeah, it was like since 1834, it was like an underground secret society. But then we'll get into it. it's not actually that secret. I don't know. It's, it's this weird mix of like powerful people not punishing people for doing bad things. Eventually, as I said, it was dorky at first, but it would eventually get to a point where to become part of the group you had to do something in order to be initiated. You had to perform an act that would have a minimum of getting you possibly expelled if you were caught, but also you like something you get arrested for. Like they would want you to do like oh, a major stunt. Super hazing. Yeah, super hazing. You had to do something like very public. That's cool. And they also like they the it's just like the thing of this group is They're all from very wealthy families. So, like, they don't have fear of consequences, which I think Mm. is a big part of why they did the things they did. And it helped them for a uh, long time.
1: I I had very limited experiences with frats in college, but Mm -hmm. the one that I heard of was like eating a gallon of ice cream. Mm. Like,.
2: Oh, that's fucking. And there's,
1: and, and, I mean, that which sucks. is really bad, but like, no one's going to jail. I'd rather and have them there was, speak
2: in broken Latin, honestly.
0: <laughs>
1: there was also the elephant walk. Are any of you familiar with the elephant walk? No. Oh, guys. You don't know the elephant walk? Enlighten. It's sort of like Human Centipede. Mm. Um, we, you take a, a group of naked 19 year olds um, mm. and you put your finger or thumb in the butt of the person in front of you (gasps) and grab the balls of the (gasps) person behind you oh my god or something like that it was the elephant walk okay
0: i I mean so in my i
1: didn't do it i wasn't a frat boy but that was like the the rumors at least
0: i would i would believe that that's real and like because when i was looking into this i was first just looking into what i was going to do is maybe like a true crime story of like death by hazing And the thing is, it's like kind of a bummer. It's mostly just forcing teenagers to like drink whole bottles of liquor and then they die of alcohol poisoning. And people die. And then they die. So Prank. (laughs) prank. (laughs) Uh so like shit does it gets it gets weird. It gets weird.
1: So what did they do? So what they go to jail.
0: Oh, okay, we're gonna get there. So When they got caught doing some pranks, one of the presidents of Harvard was super pissed and was, like, banned them. That was in, like, 1834, and that's when they went underground, and, like, I guess they actually did go underground to, like, a basement room on Mass Ave, and that's, like, where their headquarters was for a long time, and at least that's what the rumor is. There's also, like, a lot of rumor that was spread by, like, newspapers trying to get in the story. Do they have any
1: black goop?
0: Mm, We'll get into it. We'll get into their stuff, and a to their accoutrements. Their, their 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 ritual accoutrements in a little bit. Um, that simon. So, the pranks. As I said. So, like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mostly tell you about these pranks as in an in increasing intensity. And also, tip, like, the way that the trajectory of this group went was that it started harmless, silly pranks. And then it did get more intense. So, this is... Following intensity, but also more of a timeline as well, because it just got crazier okay. and crazier as time went on. But it was over; it was about a hundred years, so they had time to get weirder and weirder.
1: They're just straight terrorists by the end.
0: By the end, they were they were domestic terrorists. They definitely were. Um, so some okay. some silly ones. Uh, they did uh, in eighteen ninety. This was, I guess, a little later, but uh, there was they painted the statue of John Harvard red. But I, oh, ho, ho, I know, ho, ho, super crazy. One, one article I did see said that they actually painted, not that it, they painted it red, they painted red penises on it. And then this is like a dumb oh, thing, too. devils. I know. Like, so wait, Lepinosis. you're going to freak out. You're going to freak out because this is so silly. So along with it, they wrote, to hell with Yale, Right. And then there's this reporter at the Boston Globe that couldn't believe that a Harvard man would would do such a thing. And that he would at least soften the profanity with Latin or Greek. And it must have been a townie uh, <laughs> that, that that would do such a thing. And we'll get more Simply into Simply the- too
1: crass for one of our students yes. to do.
0: And we'll get the into the townie, the, the townie accusations a little bit more later, too. That's a theme that comes up with this group. Um, another dorky one. So, it's like a long-standing tradition to steal a Bible from Harvard and switch with the Yale Bible. A guy got arrested for that, but he got arrested because he assaulted an officer. But don't worry. His dad was the richest man in New England, so he gave him an undisclosed sum of no money. Deal. And uh, undisclosed sum of money, but it was enough that he then got his, he was like kind of expelled from school, but he got his degree 11 years ago. Probably later.
2: like seven nickels, basically.
0: The Back fun then. one, fun, very fun prank that they like to do is they would give out honorary degrees and professors professorships. Like but today, they would, but they would be written in pigeon Latin. They'd be in broken Latin. <laughs> so oh, silly,
1: you devilish dogs! Devil
0: dogs. One of the, like so. Some of the people <laughs> they gave them to was the Prince of Haiti. They gave a professorship to Chang and a Hang, our conjoined twins, Chang and Hang, right?
1: I'm sorry, is this a callback to a previous
0: yeah, episode? Yeah, oh, it's the J&A. most famous
2: conjoined twins. Yeah. Come on. They, they were
0: Harvard students? No, no they gave they them, were
2: honorary boys. would
0: give, no, not even an honorary. It was a prank. This is oh. one of their pranks oh, that they would they give. Gave, they prank, gave mutant freaks professorship. They gave professorship. prank for professorships I now. and honorary I love it. degrees. They gave an honorary degree to the Massachusetts Bay Sea Serpent. They, they should also, give one to R. Kelly. they're gone now no this one Uh was good though they did give one to Tsar Alexander the first and this is one that got them in trouble and I think got them banned like because it was too big and it got them banned again so the Tsar he thought it was real because he you know he's Russian and he doesn't know this isn't fake Latin, and he was like, "This is so nice, thank you guys." And he sent them back because it says the medical faculty. He thought it was real, so he sent back like these beautiful silver surgical instruments surgical instruments like of made of pure silver back to the university as like a token of his gratitude and like as a gesture like thank you so much and then the thing is too that he died the next year and it's the 1800s so i think that this czar maybe died thinking that he was an honorary graduate Uh, of harvard university i
2: mean better than him finding out that he was a fool that's (laughs)
0: that's <laughs> yeah. awesome
2: that's awesome
1: everybody won in this situation yeah, the, harvard got new tools they uh, got this guy nice tools. got to be an honorary frat I boy think he was, graduate i
0: think this guy was a villain but he like seemed like one of the lesser villains of the czars he was just kind of a ah, big deal a dummy they oh, some other things they did they released rats and pigeons into lecture halls they stole the the big clapper part of a bell in the memorial church they they stole that and they loved They loved stealing precious things. They loved stealing religious iconography, religious books, rare books. They stole artifacts from Harvard museums. They stole fancy portraits. They stole an important cross. They stole lots of stuff. They one time start, they like to start bonfires as well. One time, this is our teen death. um, So this is in the time when fire engines were pulled by horses, Right. Because mm-hmm. that's a thing that existed. And one time they lit a bonfire and a student got trampled by a horse. So that kind of wasn't their fault. But they shouldn't have started the fire. So I guess it's their fault. Oops. From lampposts, they would hang chamber pots. They would also hang stolen human skeletons because the medical cool. school, Very skull and there bones. are probably a lot of doctor students that had access to the skeletons. They did face buildings. Uh, okay, and then it got a little bit more violent, so, like, with the bodies that they were hanging. And then they blew up with dynamite uh, water pump in front of a building. Like, they put dynamite on. There was, like, this historic water pump, and they blew it up with dynamite. And then there was a.
1: Seems kind of mean. Yeah, and then and there destructive. And so
0: this is getting more into like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. There was a there was a Beethoven concert going on at the Sanders Theater, and they planted bombs.
1: Beethoven wasn't alive, correct?
0: No, no, there was no actual Beethoven there. It was a Beethoven's <gasps> just music. checking.
1: I... I figured he was way dead.
0: But um, they planted bombs during a Beethoven concert in the theater. They did a they did a domestic terrorism, is what they did.
1: That's not a prank it's anymore. It's not a prank anymore. That is anymore. terrorism. Yes, that's what
0: I'm saying. I said it's going to increase in intensity. We're going to go from fun pranks to terrorism. It's going to get weird. And uh, another really bad one in 1904. This is getting to the end of the group. There was this this there's a building called Sever Hall. Uh, they broke in, they vandalized it, and then they left all of the gas jets on so that the building could explode. It didn't explode. Somebody caught it in time. But it could have. Thank it the good Lord. They were trying to do a murder and terrorism. Hmm. And so all this, all these pranks, they span over like a, a over like 100 years. How'd they get away with it for so long? It's money and power, baby. It's money and power, baby. Prerequisite to be in the med fac is you are rich and willing to be mischievous and the fact is it's just like the people that then would be in charge and in like higher positions at harvard to expel students or to punish students they were also in the med fac so like they're not gonna punish their boys because like and also even if you weren't a member if you punish the boys then those boys their dad owns like half of Pennsylvania or something. And so, like, you can't... That's
1: badass.
0: Because they're also your donors. So they just get, like, fucking away with everything that they want to do for forever. But it finally came to a head in 1905 because uh, one of their stories, it, it got more public. And so it was just, like, it's not that this prank, what prank, was so... Bad compared to the others is that it was Really publicly talked about and so it got Enough attention that it finally got him shut down Um there's this guy Benjamin Joy He was a popular senior from a wealthy New York family he attempted To steal this 200 pound Bronze tablet it was in honor Of Philip Brooks apparently Philip Brooks was a big Deal
2: like a like a tablet It was
0: like a like a plaque like a Placard so the oh, placard I, I,
2: I was I was really worried because I Didn't know if they had tablets back then I thought they were time travelers, it too. It was a time-traveling frat. It was
0: in the Philip Brooks building. This building wasn't a church, but it was, like, it's seen as, like, almost a church, like, a sacred. So apparently Philip Brooks is, like, a very important episcopal preacher and, like, as, like, a hero and, like, a person that did nice things for people. And this was going to be put on his grave. It was just first on display at Harvard and then was going to be to honor this man, like, at his gravesite. But then this fucker this little wealthy Benny Joy stole it, tried to steal it, got caught. People saw him doing it and he got caught. And when he got caught, he quickly spilled the beans that it was for Uh. MedFac. And he's like, yeah, it was a prank with MedFac. Oh, I'm a bad boy. And then it hit the news. It was in the papers. People were pissed. And then it was like, again, like this big stratification between like lower class and like high society members that like students of harvard and like the less wealthy kids were fucking pissed about these rich guys getting away with things for so long it was then written in the papers it was pretty goofy when they heard like oh it's a secret society so this probably isn't true but this is a quote from the boston sunday herald when they said that they investigated the medfax society the rooms of the society are said to contain a blood curdling set of torture instruments, much like that of a Spanish Inquisition chamber. The initiations are reported to be a spectacular in the extreme. One ordeal through which the candidates are put being a br- are put being a brand. I guess that's what I copy and pasted. Are put being a brand on the left hip, with the initials. MF. So they're saying like they were like branded. They got weird shit. They did a weird shit though. They at least stole a lot of stuff. Uh people were pissed. They finally are like, hey boys, you gotta stop. One of the guys that was in charge of punishing these boys was rumored to be a MedFAC member. So he's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm mm. not gonna be that mean to my boy. Turn but your other
2: like, cheek. Uh spank it.
0: Yeah. Oh. The other thing, too, with this this story and some stories that came out before was a lot of stuff uh, like from like higher ups at Harvard saying MedFact doesn't exist. They are the townies. So they'd be like, it's the Cambridge fucking townies that are doing these pranks. They're just trying to discredit It wouldn't be any
1: of our good old boys. No,
0: it wouldn't be our good Harvard men. They're just trying to discredit her beautiful, wonderful, intelligent, brilliant, rich students. They would never do such a thing. They made up MedFact, but then like this story breaking was like MedFact is fucking real. This guy said it's real and he's like in the group. So you can't keep saying that shit. And so they anyway, they gave Benny, old Benny boy a deal. He's like, "Hey, if you say that you won't be in this group anymore and everybody will disband, then we won't punish you. You can just, like, live your life and...
1: He ruined it for everybody?
0: Well, there's actually... There's more to the story. I didn't want to get into all this, but um, it was actually... It was a lot of tension around this group for a long time, and uh, during this time period in 1905, Harvard was also really wanting needing uh bigger donations, and... With this going in the papers of their students running amok, being destructive, pulling pranks, being also like the fact is, like t- with this particular prank, this guy, Philip Brooks, he was also like seen as like almost like a, a saint type figure, like a modern saint person. So to disrespect him so publicly it was also just like a really bad look for them, especially when they're trying to make money. So they mm. were very much over it. Like Harvard, as much as they had like, people in the faculty and staff that were former members it wasn't a good look for the university and they are pretty over it and uh also Cambridge was over it. just everybody was over it and uh then too with like the story of like branding and weird stuff going on that seemed like satanist also wasn't a good look so anyway they're like you guys have to disband then the weird thing is, is that because it's a secret society so to officially disband a society you have to have all members or a majority of members agree to disband, but
1: Oh, there's rules of disbanding? Yeah. yeah.
0: Turns out there's rules of dismember disbanding saying we're done. No, because you're supposed to agree as a society that you disband, but they're a secret society and nobody would admit that they're in it. So then that was a whole fucking thing. But the thing is, is like it was never officially disbanded, I guess, because nobody would admit that they're in it. But the it's pranks are to this day. But the pranks stopped. The prank stopped. Mm. The, now they just the killed yeah, people. Do you, do, you think
1: they're, do you think they're still going in some way? Or do you um, truly think they're done?
0: There are still. Like, I was then seeing stories about, like, pranks that continued. But it's mostly, like, it's some not, present
1: like. present-day vax. It's,
0: like, not these kinds of stunts. Like, the kind of Back stuff that I Back to the seeing, Latin. The kind of stuff that I was seeing is more just, like, Harvard versus Yale. And then actually, like, the thing that is big, like, as far as pranks go, like, rich smart boy pranks is it's now transferred over in the modern day to MIT with their it's hacks like bitcoin
1: pranks or some shit like
0: their hacks that's like it's it's MIT hacks like that's their God, pranks. Is that just, they do uh, big brain I, fucking nerd ass hacks, and that's like the MIT. Man, I thing. don't care
1: about that. Yeah, and it's that super nerdy, and
0: like that's where it's transferred to. Like that that prank rich boy smart boy energy has transferred to MIT, and there was also like Yuck. in these articles that I was reading. That was like rever- written by Harvard people.
1: Blow up a concert hall again. One you thing cowards. that
0: sucks is that I was bummed about is that um. So MedFact they stole a ton of shit, and they were like, "We'll disband, but we're not going to give you our stuff." But then finally, so that happened in 1905. Finally, in 1937, somebody representing Medfac made an agreement. Fine, we'll give you our stuff because they made meticulous documentation. It was secret, but it was meticulous and had like everybody's names and all the weird shit and all the weird notes and all the weird stolen artifacts. And they were like, we're not going to give you it. Until 1937, they said, fine, we'll give you it. But you can't unseal it until the year 2000. And I couldn't fucking find it. Whoa. Right? I couldn't find any of the stuff. But maybe if I had access to the Harvard.
1: That's pretty national treasure. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like, what we'll I give have? it to you, but you can't
2: open it for 70 years. Yeah, and, like, That's my like, favorite part of this story, I think. There, That's and so there cool. there were definitely,
0: like, such important people whose names, or at least family names, you know, that are, like, in these documents, and they stole so many important things. Like, they would steal shit. Like, it's not just, like, little books. Like, they would steal rare books. They would steal artifacts from museums. Like, they stole important pe- artifacts and just kept them in, like, their weird, spooky basement where they'd brand each other and, like, slap each other's asses. And, like... I want to know what's in I'm it. I'm
1: imagining like dinosaur fossils. Maybe. Like the first T-Rex
0: skull or something. They maybe stole some bones if Harvard had it on display because they, they were just like little rich shitheads because like they're people that had no consequences. And they the never really did. for like
1: a perfect Papa John's pizza <laughs> or something. The
0: only ones like <laughs> that Papa got John's. caught, they still always oh, got their Papa degrees. John is part of this whole thing. They always got their degrees eventually, even when they got that's, caught. You that's know how they
2: made that garlic sauce.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's MedFAC
1: secret frat garlic sauce. That's MedFAC nice. secret society. That's love a secret society. Kind of nuts. I am surprised to hear of one that went on for like a hundred years and was so destructive. Uh, but uh yeah, let's uh, let's go medvac. Uh, MedFAC. What, let's go. Med, MedFAC, MedFAC. Uh, I'm rushing MedFAC. It's this
2: not year. a vacuum.
0: So. Stepmom, what do you got? Man. Stepmom?
1: This makes me extremely uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> Guess what? I'm still here. Don't worry. Um, so, my sidetrack. I was sidetracked while I was working. And I was just like thinking, like, what are some things about this movie? And I thought to myself, like, what are things that happen in the movie? And I was like, there was sound, and there was, there was mm-hmm. like things on the screen, and I have a TV, yeah, and pictures and stuff. And when you, when you, you, what you have to do with the TV is you have to plug it in, and there's three prongs, yeah. and you put the three prongs into an outlet, and okay. outlet has six letters. And I was like, what else has six letters? And I was like, um, not my name. What? So then I went back to the drawing board. And then I was like, let's yeah. try to think of something with six somewhere in it. Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking, I went six divided by the number of Black Christmas movies. So now we're at three. And that made a lot so more sense three. to me. Wait, I was you mean like, two? Two. That's what I said.
0: There's three.
2: But that, oh, no, that's what I meant. Six divided by like,
0: three is two.
2: Yeah. Uh, so two, and I was like, what has two things? And I was like, the two, two Blair things. brothers that did the soundtrack for this movie.
0: Of course. Of course.
2: And that's how I got there. And I said, the Blair brothers, let's look into them. Let's look into Brooke and Will. And I'm I said, glad you did because
1: I, I didn't.
2: I know you uh, I know. Is I, it Brooke
0: I, and Will or Brooke and Bill? 'Cause it's Bill. Brooke and Will. Mm.
2: Brooke and Will.
0: I'm bummed that it doesn't They're... go by Bill, but
2: two brothers that uh did the soundtrack to this movie. Yeah, and you know what? I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about this soundtrack. Not a single fucking thing. And you know what? I didn't stick with Brooke and Will. I didn't I didn't at all. I looked at what they did. I saw that. I listened to that soundtrack twice. There's one
1: song that sticks out. It's that heavy metal song at the end when the girls are like, "You can't break us," and
2: they start fighting.
1: That's pretty cool. I but
2: mean, that, sometimes overall, that's all it takes. Man. But uh, they also worked on. Uh, they worked on a few other movies. If you hadn't heard, they worked on Blue Ruin. Mm-hmm. Great, great film. Great film. Fantastic. Um, they worked I on Green Room. Green Room. Patrick Stewart. I
1: have that. seen that
2: one. They did that, and that also is a fantastic fucking thriller. It's that it one. was cool. It's grotesque. It's gross. Um, also, I remember
1: cl- like a really brutal arm ripping off.
2: scene. Yeah, there's sequence. there's some stabbing. There's some bad breaks. There's a lot of really grotesque like fucking gore that's done like gritty so just in the f- just because the fact that it's gritty makes it like extra gross um, like it feels realer yeah 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 just like the gorilla cam of it ooh, it's ooh, not ooh, really ooh, gorilla ooh, cam ooh, ooh. like there isn't actually oh airy. I thought it was funny I get it um <laughs> I understand the joke It's the holiday ales. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're like a gorilla with a fucking fucking Christmas cap on. I see it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho. And I was like, Blue Ruin, Green Room. Those are both colors. (laughs) The next one is my comfort movie, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, which doesn't. Oh. Does not relate to any color or really anything at all. But. That's it your is. comfort movie?
0: It's a good oh,
2: yeah. movie. It's a fantastic film. And do you know who's, do you know who's in that movie? Elijah Wood. Gra- Elijah Wood is in that movie. And, and that lady great.
0: that I like.
2: I know the lady that you like. I, don't I know can't her remember name. her name.
0: Oh. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up.
2: Can you? Can you do it quicker? Yeah.
0: I okay. got it. I 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 got it. You her you name it, is Melanie
2: Linsky. She's great. She's great.
0: She's great. Um,
2: Do you know who else is in that movie? Who? David Yao of the Jesus Lizard. Oh no shit. Oh. Seriously? Uh it's low hanging fruit for me, but that's one of my favorite bands. So, I was like, what am I going to find out oh, I about hate David? Yeah, what the fuck? I think she's kind of cute too.
0: What's wrong with you? She's no. a great actress. Fuck off.
1: I I She's two and a half men, right? Oh, yeah. oh okay, guess. fair. That's like, I'm Th- that sorry, that is, but that's no, the no, only thing I can think, think of. I that's think
2: that's a, that's a fair assumption if that's all you're basing it off of, because also, like, you're probably at the same age that I was during Two and a Half Men, because you actually are at the same and a half, same and a half men of the age that you were <laughs> at, that you were like, oh, she's like this annoying stalker. So you kind of like embed Mm -hmm. that into like the actual person instead of like, you don't have a real opinion is what I'm trying to say.
1: That's what it is. I don't have a real opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll agree to that.
2: So, uh, okay. But anyways, we're back on track. We're back at David Yao. David
1: Yao is in a movie?
2: Yes, he's uh, Sloan. If you remember the film, he's Marshall. I assume if anyone is going to know names in a movie, it's you, I'm going to so, go back. Marshall. He's the main, he's like the okay. big henchman guy.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, film. yeah.
2: So um, he's the front man for a band called the Jesus Lizard. A popular band. Not, I wouldn't even say, they're not a popular band. They were a punk rock band from 91 until 99. That isn't research that I did. That's just in my brain.
1: You. Like, you don't have to hold back. This is one of your favorite bands of all time, right? I, I,
2: I'm crazy. not going to dig deep into the Jesus Lizard, actually. I kind of, I'm oh. just, I'm kind of, this is just a trail that I'm going down. Um, okay, I will cool. talk about that David Yao. I will talk about a little bit about David Yao because we need to, like, actually kind of, like, develop things to some degree. Um, David Yao did a cameo for me on my birthday last year. Um, That is not relevant, (laughs) but it's there. Um, He also has done vocals in bands such as Helmet. He's filled in for Flipper. He's done music videos for Off. He's done a solo album that was encouraged by Mike Patton of Faith No More, Mr. Bungle fame.
0: For a second, Um, I thought you were going to say Meg Pence.
2: No, uh, better. (laughs) Mike Patton is... A good. Mike Pence's vocals are <laughs> sick. <laughs> Mike Pence has mother! been greatest. A... Yeah. M- uh, not <laughs> was yeah, just yeah, dancing. Yeah. Just because
0: he calls <laughs> <But> his wife <laughs> mother. <laughs> mother. That's all. Yeah, that was, that was, my joke. That, was that was my funny. joke.
2: That's pretty. That's my joke. I get it. I get it. But yeah, he's also been in a few films. Most of them are indie films, and are not of note. Um Before I talk more about his films, I do want to mention that he also uh illustrated a book called copycat and a litter of other cats um he interviewed little bub before little bub died who could forget little bub i know i know who could um not me appeared in other small films though small films you know indie films like i don't feel at home in this world anymore is i think truly a comfort film it takes you down a road that you wouldn't expect um should I watch that
1: movie? Yeah.
2: I think I think it's so solid. Um I recommend it to almost everybody. I recommend it Like I can't to think Aaron, of a human too. that I haven't recommended it to because I think it's really accessible and it is a you just don't expect the route that it's gonna take. It's it's okay. co- it's like Twin Peaks, but in like really, no, it's not, but yeah, maybe to some degree in, like, a really concentrated Twin Peaks in a movie, and kind we have, of.
0: like, unconventional characters coming together. There's a mystery to solve. Um. There,
2: and and also, like, you, twists. Twists and turns yeah. in, in the, the, uh...
0: And Elijah um, Wood lifts weights. And he has a rat I tail. Mean,
2: well, Elijah Wood also mean just know. seems like a genuine human. Like He's seems so sweet. Like, if there was... Elijah Wood rule. In this movie
0: is what convinced me that Elijah Wood, like, I knew, like, he was a gem, but I was like, he's a fucking star. Like.
2: I had no idea that he would be, like, somebody that I feel like I could hang out with and have, like, a good time with, and now I'm certain, and I almost feel compelled to try to reach out to him and be like, hey, mm. do you just want to get lunch sometime? <laughs> He's got some some company called I think
1: Specter Vision or something. He's a fucking weirdo. Love he loves Elijah. all these strange movies. Uh,
0: Elijah, reach out.
1: He produced the Greasy Strangler, right?
0: That sounds right.
1: That's I'm pretty sure he did. And this is just gonna be I a group so. yes, sidetrack on Elijah. Elijah was gonna know.
0: be. We thought Elijah was gonna <laughs> be in the movie, but he just produced it. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We, we love the Greasy Strangler. We love Elijah. Co- Cody, you've seen the Greasy Strangler like not. 10 times, right? Oh, my
2: God. Quit you still haven't seen watch. it?
0: You keep telling me to, it.
2: and I'll watch it's it at some point, and I don't hate it. You he guys won't.
0: just... He won't
1: watch it. He won't watch it.
0: How about it. if we... How about... Well, it'll I'm be... going to watch
1: it with them. Here's my yeah, okay.
0: I will... okay. I'm going to come
1: over and watch oh, okay, it. Yeah, cause okay, because I was going to say,
0: I'll do a rewatch of I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore slash Aaron's First Watch, and then you watch Greasy Strangler.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. David Yao. Yeah. Accomplished vocalist. There's lots of yellies. I heard him t- uh, today when I was hopping through this. I definitely found out that he he was, with Helmet, he did some covers of Led Zeppelin even. You know, old boy, mm-hmm. old boy's got he's got shit under his belt and also i've seen his penis so i know he has shit under his belt i've seen his penis i've seen his penis as well who hasn't but i saw it in real life so different oh damn okay Um, i just saw the pixels but indie movies who do you think he's done a movie with that would be like a little bit like surprising just like give me I got like one person. Here's my guess. Nick Cage.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Nick Cage. Like, did he do a Nick Cage movie? Honestly,
2: great, but I think it's something that's more surprising to me, and I really hope you haven't heard of these films. Okay. Um He was in Big Money Rustlers. What's that? What the fuck is that? By Insane Clown Posse.
0: <gasps> no what?
2: movie. Yeah. I got chills when I found that
0: Bruh, out. Bruh, we need to watch Holy. that movie right now. Stop uh, the pod.
2: I, I kind of, but uh, Violent J wrote the film. Um, of course, Shaggy 2 Dope's in it as well. And it is a prequel to Big Money Hustlers that came out years earlier. Yeah, Big Money Hustlers is the name a, of this one. I film. didn't even...
0: Made, um, they made a they, prequel. They have like, three films. I don't know. They had a pull to make a pre for. You know what I'm there saying? There are three. Like, I feel like a fucking idiot.
1: I'm just going to put it Go out ahead. there. If a single listener makes a comment or an email telling us to watch these movies, I'm going. we're going to do it. Why
0: can't we just, just do it? Just throw it out there.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Big Money Rustlers is a prequel, and it is a Western Modeled after the dollar trilogy. So the tagline is the good, the bad dot 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 and the outrageous. So you know the finale of the the dollar trilogy, we got the good, the bad and the ugly. So they're they're modeling it after you're
1: talking to us like we know the dollar trilogy, and
2: I gotta take a step. Everybody knows the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. You've at least heard of it. I didn't know it was part of a trilogy. It is, yes, yes. It's part of a trilogy. It's all fantastic films.
1: There's the good, and then the second movie, the bad, and then the ugly? No. Nope, not letting that go. <laughs> no,
2: uh, I gotta go, guys. Crickets. All right, all right, all right. Um, But I, I didn't look at the plot at all, because honestly, I imagined this response. This is the response that I was hoping for I was really hoping that you didn't already know because I feel like that would have been a big bummer to be like did you know this film existed and you guys are like yes and then yeah, we move on that. and then I'm like that's the big finale okay we can keep going anywho um just to talk about some of the superstars in this film we have of course with the insane clown posse um we have Ron Jeremy
0: of course, wow. of, of, sexual sexual assault, assault, of course fame. he's in it. Of course he's in it.
2: Uh, we have Jay from Jay and Silent Bob.
0: Yes, which I
2: thought was something that was surprising. Um, no, that
0: just makes sense. It just makes perfect sense.
2: Apparently, mm-hmm. I, I, I from the description, I to be honest, I tried to keep my research kind of light here because I kind of wanted to have as many um, secrets as, as t- for myself as I could. I didn't want to spoil this movie for myself. Apparently Scott Hall of WWE fame is in this movie. Um, <laughs> why not? As well as David. It also and just Vanilla makes Ice. sense.
0: This all That's just makes so sense because like, of weird. course, of course they are all in this movie.
2: And of course it was screened at the gav- the 10th uh gathering twice. It's mm. just kind of like mm. a big unveiling. Um,
1: I've been trying to get
2: someone to go with me to
1: one of those fucking gatherings. And I've been I trying to get you so to be okay.
0: Jay and Silent Bob as Halloween costumes with me, but
2: now, now, now here's where away. the goal is. Um I'm gonna talk about Big Money Hustlers, which is not the film that David Yao's in, but I just really wanted to read this. That's quote. the
0: original, not the yes. p- he's in the prequel. David Yao's in the prequel. Yes. Okay. The cool mm. is big money hustlers
2: big money hustlers was shot in new york most of the crew disliked the movie and the cast they went on strike (laughs) twice while only a few crew members continued to work the movie was shot in two months and went way over budget halfway through the movie bruce had to pay a hundred thousand dollars of his own money to continue filming island never paid the crew for the last two weeks of work due to the film going far over budget Whoa! so um, these not boys cool. these boys are buttholes oh um, my god not
0: cool just didn't pay them for two weeks of work that's fun I thought cool, we so. were
2: family I, whoop I, whoop I, I, yeah I was like I know right um, now, paid them in Faygo. Going now going forward shooting forward in time to big money Rustlers, the prequel film that David Yao is in let me read this reception uh, it It feels like an Adam Sandler movie, but worse based on this. Okay. Tex Hula from ain'titcool.com. Already not going good. This is already going badly. Rated the film one of the worst he had ever seen, saying, This movie has the mentality of a third grader who just learned all his curse words and he's going to use them constantly because he thinks they're hilarious this movie in quotes is so obnoxious it goes way past the point of being unbearable one of the most painful mil- films I've had to endure not not for the column in my life So that sounds um, right up our alley yeah that sounds, it sounds perfect it truly does um And if you're like, wow, stepmom, you're like this, you, you've strained too far. This is not related. You just went into something that you like, you dumb fool. I will say yes, but I will say I linked it back. You dumb little. You're talking to yourself. I was going to say slut for some reason. Say it. Call me a slut. He's calling himself a slut. I wish I could slap your face just a little bit when I call you a (laughs) slut. (laughs) I'd like it. Do you want to know who Monoxide Monoxide's character name?
0: Who's Monoxide?
2: One of the characters. One of sure. The sure, sure, one sure. Of the, he's 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 American, an American raptor from Detroit. Um probably a big 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 <laughs> you ICP said raptor. Fan. I'm going to interpret <laughs> I'm moving it as raptor. do you do you want to know do you want yeah. to know the
0: character's name? What is it? Absolutely.
2: No, you have to ask me.
0: What's, a What's character the character's name?
1: name? What does Raptor do in the movie? I'm gonna fucking cum. Uh,
2: his name is Dusty Poot.
0: <gasps> Dusty <gasps> poot! God.
2: We got Dusty Poot.
0: But also it's not Poots.
1: Poot, baby.
0: It's a different no, Poot. It's, it's close, poot.
1: Enough.
2: It's it's close co- enough for me. Are you How? fucking kidding me? You're gonna hold no. me out give on a No, give no, 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 no. No, hold, give on. That. hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. If you let me talk for a fucking second. I'm also just baffled that there's a family called Poot and there's another family called Poots.
2: I mean, is this is the character name.
0: Oh, it's the character name.
2: Monoxide is the rapper's name. The monox yeah. Monoxide's Monoxide real name is his Christian name. I got it all Poots is His up. character
0: name.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Paul Robert Metherick plays Dusty Poot.
0: Okay. Okay. This makes
1: Metherick. I feel like his life was planned from the beginning. If he's in the insane clown posse in
2: his picture he has red hair white face paint thick black eye makeup and uh he is 49 years old uh um, motherfucker we in cloud love in this club dude we have to watch these movies i yeah, i kind of feel like we have Merry to i'm sorry Christmas. that i found them
0: yeah We're watching them
2: We'd, but uh, it's an assignment now i I, I was just marvelled that i could i made it all work it felt like a big happy accident Um, so I went with it and initially I was like I don't want to talk about the Jesus Lizard because I like them and that's something that I already know and I just have a backlog of information about them what am I going to do go through their history that's boring Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes you just keep digging and you dig and you dig you get passed off you get past Mike Patton you see all the things that you know and then you go hey what else you got for me honey and then Wikipedia says let me kiss you right here on your lips, boy. And you say, Gives you a poot. I've never nice. kissed somebody like you before. And then they go, Poot.
0: Poot. Poot.
2: Wow. Wikipedia kissed me on the lips too today. Everyone should donate like $1 to them because, like, <clears throat> I really should. I've, I have did like 5 bucks last year and I said, That's enough. What a simp. They sent me nudes. That's... Oh, shit. Everyone okay, on Wikipedia it's a <laughs> huge <laughs> file. What a deal. It's one file and they're all in it. Yeah. You have to zoom in. It's kind of not worth, worth
0: it. Gotta it. work for it.
1: I I've always thought that's crazy how it's it's like they're the wealth of knowledge. They have everything about everything and they're like, "Please, just give us a few dollars. Just just a few to keep the lights on." And me and most people I would assume response is like, "Fuck no. Just yeah. tell me <laughs> Just
2: tell, tell me about was in Donkey band. Kong Country 3. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like absurd that I would ever give you like a coffee. But honestly, but yeah. if you
2: imagine the world without it, it'd be like not great.
1: No. Dark Ages. Wikipedia, Wikipedia rules. is like the
2: foundation of the internet, really. It keeps us.
1: It keeps a, a history of, of the entire everything.
2: And people always say it's not fucking accurate. They they got it people. is it is unless it's like it's a page that enough. no one has ever viewed. Like okay, there's but then why, are dude? You if you've ever tried to prank? like
1: edit a Wikipedia page like as a prank as a like a high school kid.
2: Oh yeah, no, I did. I did. To the success. nerds,
1: the nerds change it back in fucking
2: seconds. There's unpaid South people. Bend, Indiana music scene. I put late work, late work policy in there a few times, and it stayed for, like, days. Ah. Uh,
1: I tried to add my uh, middle school band, Black Tears of Blood, to Wikipedia, and it was a no-go. They did not let me. I
2: linked to our uh, MySpace page, though, so it was more mm. legitimacy. I was trying to build it. <laughs> be perfect. And the nerds still, nerd still stopped you, though. I don't want to talk about
1: it.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Moving on. All right.
1: Well... I love sidetracks that the movie is the basis, but it just leads you to totally new territory that you'd never stumble on without this fucking
2: podcast. Hey. Love it. That's my goal, is to just take us to places that we never wanted to go. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and we went there, and
1: you know what? I'm scared that we're actually gonna watch these Juggalo films.
2: Do you know which one came first, chronologically? Can you remember big, which if big money hustlers or big money rustlers came first? It was first?
0: hustlers first, and then was rustlers hustlers was first, the prequel by rustlers? that came. Oh out my after. god,
2: way to go, Sloan!
0: We listened. It's yeah.
2: Perfect. I barely remembered. I had to look at my notes.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you guys want to get fucked up by the third slasher track of the evening? Sure. Oh yeah. Because I've got a fucking good one too. We're on a roll here, boys. I'm gonna spitfire all this information in five minutes. Okay. What the
0: hell? You don't have to. Just kidding.
1: I don't think I can do that. All right. So, I'm here at my computer. I need to give my fans what they want. They want something strange and interesting based on this movie. Um, and Imogen Poots. Poots. What kind of Poots. what kind of fucking name is Imogen Poots? So I, I go in and I, I I tappy 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 on the keyboard. Well, let's find out about Imogen Poots. Did you know her full name is Imogen Gay Poots?
0: <laughs> what?
1: I'm not kidding. Her her name is Imogen Gay Poots. What a
0: crazy um, name.
1: Yeah, it just it was even weirder than I expected. However, I didn't love what I was seeing, so I went to a different name that I thought was kind of kind of weird. Um, we talked about it earlier. You thought it was maybe you clocked that oh Aaron actually knew that guy's name. Uh Carrie Elwiss. Um I the did. Robin Hood Men I guess and It it is
0: weird for you to actually know you an actor's it. name. You
1: clocked it, right? Um his full name is Ivan Simon Carrie Elwes. Which uh Ivan it's, Simon it's another strange thing. Ivan Simon Carrie Elwes. And um he goes he goes by Carrie Elwes, but Oh, boy. Let me get us there. It's, 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 this is this was fucking insane. Um, Wikipedia gave me a Christmas miracle here for this episode. <laughs> so, so as we talked about briefly before, uh, Carrie Elwes, uh, he's known for playing Wesley, the main character of The Princess Bride. Yeah. Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh The Doctor in the first Saw movie, and apparently in more Saw movies that now I'm fucking spoiled. you had time
0: you had time
1: yeah i had the time so his wikipedia was pretty fucking interesting dude is from a very very important and wealthy family that makes sense with that name he's the son of society portrait painter dominic elwes full name Bede evelyn dominic elwes um, he's a society portrait painter, and his mother was an interior designer for multinational corporations, royalty, celebrities, and hotels. She's an heiress and a socialite. Her name is Tessa Kennedy. She's literally, Kennedy. her occupation she's is listed as, she is a Kennedy, but I mean, she's, she's from across the pond. Um... But one of like her career is listed as socialite.
2: Like it's literally that 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 is like means hey, you got money. Socialite just means you have money. That's Kim Kardashian. mm -hmm. You go to
1: to galas and, and shit like that. Um his parents his parents, Dominic the painter and and Tessa the socialite, it was such a big deal that it was uh their elopement made headlines mm. like it was in the news when they got married there was this dramatic shit they went to cuba it was this whole fucking thing that i didn't feel like really digesting i kind of skimmed through it anyway lots of famous people in Robin hood men and family uh his brothers are artists film producers his stepfather is the first american to set up independent film production in the uk He's there was someone in, like from the fucking uh, Navy Seal. I can't remember. Uh, so anyway, anyway, he's got a lot of important people in his family. But uh, let's let's go back to Carrie for a second here. Not only did he do Princess Bride, not only did he do Robin Hood Men in Tights, he was also in um, the 2009 CG mocap film Christmas Carol, um, hmm. uh, starring Jim Carrey as Scrooge. And all three ghosts—past, present, future. There was a
0: feature. mocap Jim Carrey Christmas Carol movie. Yeah, sounds good. I never
1: saw it. I never saw it, but it, it's that—it's that like uncanny mocap. It's
0: just weird that I didn't even graphics, know like, this existed.
1: Like Polar Express. Yeah, you know, no, that's it's, what I'm like, it's like it looks too real. Like Beowulf, yeah. Polar Express. It's weird. In this in this 2009 Christmas Carol movie, Carrie Elwes, he he didn't uh, he played. He played Portly Gentleman number one. He played Dick Wilkins. He played Mad Fiddler. He played Guest number two. He played Businessman number one. Uh, So he had a lot of stupid little roles. He also was a stand in when Jim Carrey had to um, interact with himself, like when Scrooge was interacting with one of the ghosts. It's mocap. So he literally was the stand in person. So that was a fun little connection to find. However, Carrie Elwes has a much much, much, much bigger connection to A Christmas Carol. One of his fucking relatives is British miser, John Elwes, the inspiration for the original Scrooge. His, no fucking He's way. related
0: to the Scrooge?
1: Literally? Our boy, Carrie Elwes, men in tights, is related by blood to the original Source material for Scrooge. McDuck. Like, proven by Charles Dickens. So it's suggested that he was inspiration for Scrooge, but um, before Charles Dickens died, he made a direct reference to this guy in his last novel. Our is called Our Mutual Friend, and in several letters. So it's it's all but proven that this guy is literally the actual inspiration for That's Scrooge. That's
0: insane.
1: And ho. Lee, shit! I cannot wait to. T- so, first off, I didn't know that it was based off a real guy. I mean, who would?
0: Sense, I, I yeah, I, I just figured. It's I haven't really given any thought. It's an amalgamation it of a afterwards. shitty capitalist or something like. Not- yeah,
1: I cannot wait to tell you about this guy because I'd want to make something about him too. First off, I want to show you what he looks like. He is an ugly fucking dude. <laughs> he looks like fucking Thomas the Tank Engine. It, if you've seen him if you've seen what those gross pictures where Thomas is sliding out of the train like just the face part is coming out yeah this is him
0: what why is his head like that
2: doesn't he look that's somebody that just can't draw
0: no, I he think that's what he looks like. I think he had a like fucked face up face head. I it's think like that he got melted, out. and this so he's trying to
2: sculpt him back. Disgusting. Guys, this is definitely
0: so, like some inbreeding stuff, and his head is fucked.
2: It probably
1: is. It's it's a, it's a very that's royal just family just bad
0: situation. Drawn. That is inbreeding.
1: There's a second picture uh, of him. It's just what it's he not looks much, like. It's not much better. Oh, yeah. He's Dude got a long like head. Shit. Damn. Dude looks like shit. Ugh. This is John Elwes. And they're um, trying to I make him cannot... look
0: nice, too. Like, these are yeah. portraits. This is
1: like a flattering picture yeah. of him. Absolutely. They're
0: trying to not Yeah, like, His head was much him. longer. Yeah, because <laughs> they're trying to not insult him by making it not look like him, because he's going to call that out. He's like, "Uh, bitch, mm. I have a longer head. Like, I have a tube yeah. for a head. Don't flatter me, babe. Dude. And
1: listen. Ugh. Listen to this man, John Ellis. So, born April 7th, 1714, uh named John Meggett. Meggot.
0: M E G G O T. Okay. Um
1: the Ellis actually came from his mother's side, his uncle specifically, we'll get there. Um he was a member of Parliament in Great Britain uh for Berkshire in 1772. I don't know shit about UK stuff. Uh, we don't have Drew on this episode, so so I'm flying blind
2: Oh, I'm Drew. But he
1: was also an eccentric miser, a miser. And miserliness runs in his family.
0: What's that mean? His
1: maternal grandmother. Oh, you'll see, dude. You'll see.
0: Is his miser maternal just being grandmother.
1: A bitch? Oh, it's being a fucking miser. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> His maternal grandmother, Lady Isabella Hervey, was a celebrated miser. His mom's a miser, too, and you will see in a second a miser. here. So he, he got a good education at Westminster School. He became one of the best horse riders in Europe, mm. actually.
0: He's got a um, horse face.
1: But that's not where I'm going. Uh, I want to talk about his money and his miserliness. So he inherited his first fortune in 1718 when his dad, Robert Meggett,
2: First uh,
1: fortune. Died. yeah. No, no, no. Yes, his first fortune. Uh, when his dad Robert Megget died when he was four years old, uh, his mother, Amy Elwes, uh, was left one hundred thousand pounds in the will. Uh, which I ended up doing a lot of math with this one. Um, hundred thousand pounds in the will. So we we change it to dollars. We change it to present day. It's approximately thirteen point four million dollars that Dude, his mom was for left life from his dad from four you would think. Um so she was his mom was given thirteen point four million dollars when his dad died. She starved herself to death because she was too cheap to spend it. So
0: No, that's uh, John, not what happened.
1: Well, that's what's on Wikipedia. She got murdered. Um, that moited. That's that's. Uh, it's a sum a summary of I what happened. I think she had an eating
0: disorder and was depressed. Maybe,
1: but anyway. So, his second inheritance. John inherits the entire fucking family estate. Let's go on to his next inheritance. Why don't Why don't we right? Uh, the biggest influence on John Ellis's life was his miserly uncle, Sir Hervey Ellis. Um, he keeps Sir Hervey. Like it's a word. Uh, it's gonna be a. Word Tell me now.
0: what it means.
1: Uh, miserly, you're rich, Sorry, but continue. you are a penny no, pincher. No, continue your thing. Um, a penny pincher. Sir Hervey prided himself on only spending a hundred and ten pounds on himself a year, which in today money is about nine thousand dollars. Uh, so so that's his uncle. Him and his uncle would meet up together and. Talk shit about people spending their money. Talking, uh, yelling about other people's extravagances while sharing a single glass of wine. In 1751, when John was 37, he changed his last name, Megget, not not a very nice sounding name, to Elwes, so he could inherit his uncle's fortune. So when his uncle died, he got 12.2 million dollars again in today money. Bar just bar, bar Boom boom. boom. Bar fights. Change, change, change your name and uh, get get more fucking money. I
0: mean, I would do the same.
1: But he really, really looked up to his uncle, and he really leaned into his miserliness. So uncle Uncle could do hundred ten pounds a year. Our our boy John Ellis bragged about living on just a little over fifty pounds a year. That's about five thousand dollars in today money. That's really not a lot to do for a year. Um, especially just when if you you're like have... running
0: like an estate of what I assume, exactly. like when you have such a fucking
1: a... mansion. Is this just on personal? I mansions? don't know if you
0: have this information, but is this on just personal spending, like clothes, food, or is this like about like your staff as well? Is this like his whole lump sum of spending? I don't know if you know this, but
2: TB- hard to say. He did TBH. This sounds kind of like they're bullshitting, like. $9,000 is not enough for like anybody to really live on that has like a home.
0: That's what I like, wonder if it's home just in about general
2: costs like the whole the, the whole the, whole, thing the reads home costs $9,000 a, like a year. Tale, like for sure. So so it's just kind of like that That's would what be I'm wondering being it's just about, being like,
0: like personal spending of like I'm a rich man but I don't spend a lot as much as other rich men on like clothing and like luxury goods because I think like other rich people would maybe be spending more on just, like, clothing and jewels mm-hmm. alone.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I, I'm I'm definitely with you guys that some of this is going to sound a little farcical. Um, but he was very proud of this kind of stuff. And you're going to hear... More. Trust me. He... Let me get there. He did not act like a rich person at all. Um, he did have a, 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 an assistant until I think he froze her to death and she died. Um, but... <laughs> <Hey>. um, <laughs>
2: very casually just frozen to death
1: yeah so so after his uncle died mr super miser uncle he leaned into this miserly character he he bragged on on living on five thousand dollars a year uh he went to bed when darkness fell to save on candles nice he wore only ragged clothes so many people mistook him for a beggar and like would give him money Like he looked like shit he walked in the rain instead of paying for a car- carriage and then he sat afterwards sat in wet clothes instead of using the resources to make a fire he just would dry out cold didn't do fires a lot at all uh, even in the coldest day of winter he would skip the fire because get this eating was exercise enough to keep him warm that, that's just what he said, and uh, he would sit with his servants and bum their fire uh, to not make his own fire. <laughs> he uh, This guy's fucking nuts. It, it was a thrill ride reading on him. Uh, he would eat petrified, moldy food instead of buying new food, um, <sighs> and here's a quote where my bullshit meter went off, but... It, uh, I'm reading what I read. Uh, on one occasion, it was said that he ate a moorhen that a rat had pulled from a river. I don't know where that, what the context is there, but he was a character enough that that is a sentence said about him. He didn't spend any money on any house repairs, so his vast mansion became uninhabitable. Yeah. To the point where say. he would have a family member stay the night. And uh, they would get woken up because rain would pour through the roof, and they would throughout the night try to find a sweet spot where no rain would land on them. And they finally found this corner, and then in the morning is he's like, "Oh yes, I love that corner when it's raining." Like this guy, uh, he he complained about birds robbing him of hay, and Piece of if shit. people yeah it's insane so obviously he was miserly about his health too and this is what's really gonna bite him ish he, he it works out a little uh one time he had bu- he cut both of his legs really bad when he's walking home in the dark instead of taking a fucking carriage uh, but he <laughs> he would only let the doctor take care of one of the legs I hate
2: and him. then he
1: bet half price he bet the doctor his untreated leg would heal first. He bet the cost of the treatment so that if his untreated leg healed first, he would get his whole money back. And his untreated leg healed two weeks faster than the other sure one. Sure it did. Uh, apparently. Well, doctors didn't wash their fucking hands money back. at
0: that point. Yeah, so. it didn't even call it a doctor.
1: <laughs> it called it an apo- apothecary,
0: apothecary. whatever. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> this fucking piece of shit. Uh, he became a member of the part of Parliament for Berkshire, Berkshire after spending a total of 18 pence for election expenses. I don't know anything about British money, but 18 pence sounds pretty small to me. Uh, he stayed on for three terms. <laughs> he had to travel a lot for work, uh, so he would choose specific routes to avoid tolls. I guess tolls were still an issue uh, and then. He on a shitty, skinny, unhealthy, cheapo horse, and he had a fucking hard-boiled egg in his pocket to eat as a little mid-journey snack. And that's
0: where you connected
2: um, with him. whoms amongst oh, us. Oh,
1: I, I was like, I get it, I get it. Game recognizes game. Uh, one story has him not eating anything in 14 hours besides a piece of pancake That he put in his pocket two months previously.
0: Ew.
2: (laughs) A piece of pancake is really funny to me. (laughs) I
1: loved it. I loved it. So he retired from politics after 12 years um, rather than face the prospect of laying out any money to retain his seat. I guess basically when it stopped kind of being default. I think he he ran opposed for three terms and then instead of. Campaign. He didn't want to spend the money to campaign, so he stopped. He got real crazy towards the end of his life, like mental illness crazy. Whoa. Oh, he has he, been
0: mentally ill his entire life. Uh,
1: <laughs> right. Just an eccentric little goofball. But he hoarded bits of money in random places and then would neurotically go and check on them, make sure they're still there. He suffered from delusion, thinking he would die in poverty. This is a guy that got three inheritances of like 10 plus million dollars each. Um, people hear him talking to sleep about getting robbed his doctor his doctor said and this is kind of again but his doctor said he would have lived 20 more years if he wasn't so anxious about money uh, he did die in 1789 at age 75 not bad uh, did okay there he died with tattered shoes on his feet an old torn hat on his head and a stick in his hand he left 20.7 million dollars of today money to his two sons born out of wedlock whom he loved but would not educate <laughs> believing that putting things into people's heads is a sure way to take money out of their pockets
0: wow the dumber you are the, the you are the first libertarian
1: so he's he's almost without a doubt the inspiration for scrooge but like Scrooge wasn't that gross. This guy was, like, taking it so far to be, like...
0: Yeah, Scrooge wasn't gross. Nasty. He was just mean.
1: Just an asshole. He,
0: he wouldn't but share. Like, this guy wouldn't share with himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he actually did um, lend some people money. He just wouldn't give any to himself. It's weird... Feels feels mental illnessy if it was diagnosed today. It, it would but make more sense. Sure, makes if a quirky story. Grew
0: up poor or something, but as you no. said, like given inheritance no. since he was four, like he had nothing. Since he to was worry four, about. he had nothing he had to worry never about.
1: experienced uh, that's financial wild. hardship. It's it's so. It's the guy just has something. It's, it's really
2: weird to fear something that you have no, truly know nothing about. But I guess that's probably yeah. all rich people to some degree. Is that they're worried about losing the luxury that they have, but at the same time, it doesn't.
0: He didn't live in luxury. That doesn't even make sense. You know? He
2: didn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, li- yeah, yeah, he wasn't
1: living luxury. I think in it luxury. would be he more
2: reasonable if it was a
1: rags to riches, and like, I don't want to go yeah. back to rags. But he doesn't know what rags are. But also, well, he like, chose
0: the rags. Maybe that's the rags. thing: is that you, if I choose the rags, then at least it's my choice, and I am it's to and go go in power, and I'm in control. To. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, control of the situation.
2: A lot of lottery winners that are like, th- that didn't come from money end up losing it all within years because they don't know how to manage it. I mean, same so, with like uh-huh.
0: professional like sports people too. Yeah, like, because no, uh-huh. yeah, if you uh-huh. don't get to the retirement, because I think you have to play like, what is it, like six years in the NFL or something. Like, if you don't get to the pension oh point, you. Such a
2: terrible life.
0: You you don't get and you don't get any help and they they don't give them financial planners or anything so they just fucking blow it on like a mansion and then mansion's gone.
2: Yeah, and that they can't afford it because like they're like, "Oh, dude, you you blew out your fucking knee, you're done." And yeah. they're like, "Oh no, I'm done." And how am I going to pay for this goddamn thing? I spent all my money on it.
0: But this guy, where's my
2: money? I spent it.
0: This like, guy. This guy is like he's yeah, just yeah, the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, strange.
1: Blood relative of Carrie Elwes, Robin Hood Tyler I want to know what uh, Carrie's uh, the, doing the with evil his professor money. in our movie Black Christmas. Yeah. Oh, he's got to be just like generationally loaded.
0: But do you think that? I just wonder if also generationally he's also a bit of a miser and he does weird stuff like. Drinking, I wondered that like too. Did the miserliness
1: the come down? You know. I wonder. I. I hope that he secretly has some like small Scrooge like tendencies. Ugh,
0: I want to know. I want to know. I want to watch his um, uh, MTV Cribs to see if it's just like <laughs> a regular ass house with expired. All the lights are off. <laughs> yeah. The heat's kept uh, down. Heat's like it's down winter, but the, like yeah, the heat's at fifty. I was gonna say fifty-eight, but yeah.
2: <laughs> this is my crib. Don't look in the fridge. I don't want to waste the energy. Can you? Can we move on? <laughs> Turn on the light on the camera. Yeah. I'm not turning the light on in this fucking Damn. house. When I stumbled
1: across that, someone in our movie was literally related to Scrooge. Crazy like, slam dunk. Slam dunk. That was that was great.
0: Insane. But merry Christmas. That
1: merry fucking Christmas. That that's what I got, guys. Um, I think that's our Black Christmas 2019 episode. We did it. A- so on, I wanted to bring up we mentioned that we this might this would be the last one in the series um i just saw on reddit yesterday um someone posted like hey i have the rights to black christmas video games and i'm going to make a single-player horror video game of black christmas what Hi. what the hell <laughs> yeah uh that's all i got for now um it's, it's very fresh it was literally some dude just posted but beyond that uh what what an actual sus- substance might be did you guys know there's a fan film no. Oh, no uh wikipedia puts it in the series of black christmas it's called it's me billy a black christmas fan film came oh, out in you, may you, 2021 you,
0: i feel like maybe you mentioned this last episode last christmas episode maybe not maybe not
1: last christmas episode it was brand fucking new mm. uh so maybe uh, it's it's forty forty minutes. Uh, it's an unofficial sequel set fifty years later, following the granddaughter. Of one of the characters uh, acts as a first part of like a part one of a story. So they're hoping to make like a full movie with you know part one and two. Based on the trailer and what I've read, it it's fan film, but it looks professional because like they use full Hollywood equipment. It looks better than most of these movies we watch for slasher tracks. Um so. I don't know. Could uh, be a maybe thing. We watch that next Could year. Could be a thing. We can keep going. We 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 can keep going. We So going. that's all I got, guys. Uh black Christmas. Merry Christmas Slashers. Merry
0: Christmas. I would thanks say, for listening.
2: Hey. Do what you gotta do to survive. Don't listen to the haters and don't listen to the encouragers. You just kind of do what you gotta do, and if people tell you things, disregard it. Just like, do you, and don't listen to criticism, or what anyone says ever. If someone says something good about you, you say no. And if somebody says something bad about you, you can say no. And then also, if you think anything, just say no. And then you can just keep going. And you should be a robot to your own actions. And there's nothing you should think ever in this world other than that you can just keep going. And if, if there's anything these films have taught me, it's that if you put your mind to it, something will happen. And it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Sometimes it just goes that way. So next time you hug your grandmother, just think about her and just be like, you know, it doesn't even matter. Um, Merry Christmas and good night to you and your loved ones and your deepest, darkest enemies. And uh, I hope that everyone that you know finds their end in the most warmest, Neutral way possible that you've ever seen because I hope you see it too. Good night.
1: Wow.
0: Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas Slashers. Merry Christmas.
2: Thanks for listening. We'll be back
1: next year with the continuation of the final episode of our Frank Henelotter series. I'm Aaron.
0: I'm Sloan.
2: I'm the goddamn Grim Reaper, baby. <laughs> See you next year! See
0: you next year, fucks.
2: Jesus. Why did I say any of the things that I said?
0: I'm like an engorged fucking vampire after sucking blood.
2: I'm about a foot away. Just let me measure up my penis real quick. It's 12 of them. Who uh, playing with a hole? I peed into two bottles while I was... What? Wow, well, <laughs> really? I peed twice.